come on down to Sally's when you uh, order the I'm a Loser burger and ask for cheese, we forget to put it on. <laughs> Try the appetizers here at Sally's. Go for the What's the Point shrimp poppers. We have plenty of parking here at Sally's, but we tow everybody. Uh. Bring your suicidal depression down to Sally's. Meet somebody just as depressed as you and have so much joy in your life after you become friends, you make other people want to kill themselves. <laughs> Sadly's a great place to hang. <laughs> Hey guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome to the X5 Podcast. If you are a new viewer, please right now go and like and subscribe. All the stuff that every podcast tells you to do, it's so mundane, all this housework I have to do. Today we have, uh, I'm joined with Jeff by Jeff Allen. We have a couple of Instagram stars in here today. <clears throat> Officer Udi? Social media stars. Oh, really? Yeah. TikTokers. TikTokers. <laughs> TikTokers. Bad influencers is what there we call them. We can do that. You that put works. some respect on my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I worked hard for this year. He said, he said, you burn that hat before you talk to me. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Officer Udi's with us. Joined also by Goose again two weeks in a row. This is this is what a blessing. You we know, won't, we won't let him go home. You, you said blessing with a weird look on your face. <laughs> like, are we not good or what? <laughs> he's just back here to make it up to me from last week for making fun of me. Like, he's <laughs> making fun of his kidney transplant. Oh, is that the one that has diabetes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Remember when I said don't say nothing about it? You're not doing that right. Way to go, Udi. But I'm the one. I'm the one that needs to get right with the Lord. Yeah, you do. After that. And of course, we got our HMFIC Charlie Reese here today. Charlie, <laughs> that's not. I appreciate that. That was yeah. great. Who was that? It was me. That, that definitely was. wasn't me. <laughs> our special guest today is Christopher Titus, legendary up, comics. Yeah. We're so happy that you made this drive to the gangbang house here. I got to be honest, man. When I get a call, but so you're gonna be in Alabama. So some guy's gonna pick you up, drive you into the woods 50 miles, and I'm like, "Have you guys watched my podcast? Am I getting killed?" I'm getting, I'm like, you said something that offended yeah, somebody. Yeah, exactly. Wrong. Hey, come on, get in the car. Let's go. No, it'll be great. It's a that's podcast. A, that's exactly how I said it when I got there too. In the woods, oh, waiting man. for them banjos to start playing. Uh, it does fit. Nah, you guys. It was really cool. I, I, so uh, as I was coming out of the hotel, there was a F-150 and. I thought these motherfuckers pick me up at every moment. I walk out; it's literally the nicest Mercedes I've ever seen in my life. I get in the car. I go, Charlie, are you a rapper? <laughs> it was that out of control. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> oh, I was wondering about that. It's funny because you know he was sitting in his hotel, going, "God, what a fucking piece of shit car is this? This guys with podcasts oh, already pick the- me up in today." You know, I already had the thing in my head. I was like, "Hey, you know, we can take my rental. Why put my eyes on your car? It looks like it can't deal with." Much. And <laughs> you then you showed, and try. then you showed up in that Merc, and I was like, "All right, we're we're good. I don't know who these guys are, but I'm getting in the car." Yeah, you should have known about one thing about Charlie. He's a car nut. He's oh. not gonna be picking you up. Oh, uh, we yeah, we. I just saw man, car guys. It's funny because once we started, we literally what five minutes into the conversation, yeah. I realized because you know, I just here's how here's how I am about uh, of fame and being on anything. Uh, some guys that you don't know are going to pick you up and just drive you somewhere that you don't know. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Works for me. I was not taught well as a Sounds child. Uh, 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 no stranger danger at all. He's getting, in, he's getting into any van that you're <laughs> exactly, exactly. I swear to God, I swear on my life, 
I almost drove the van down there to pick you up to be funny. <laughs> oh, bro. And I was like, I better not. I'd open better up the back, make, make him get in the very back of you it. Got, yeah. you, know, you, you got that pussy hound van that from the 70s that, my God, I, I looked at it. It's in the it's, it's shop, and I just thought, my dad bang someone in this van. My Probably. father, it's it's, that, it's fuzzy shag carpet. It's yeah. amazing. If you'd have picked me up, I thought it was cool. It's got a sink in it. He's not wrong. It it's a got a sink. Why does it have a sink? I was going to ask to about wash that. Your, to wash your dick off, man. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, it's in the back. It's in the back. That's exactly what it's for. Yeah. So that couch really folds into a bed. Right. And then you've got a little mini fridge. It's the tiniest mini fridge in that thing, dude. Yeah. It's like this big, you could get like a six pack in it. Can you wash maybe. herpes off? Is that possible? I don't know, but that's it it smells like, like somebody it, in there knows the answer to that question. They didn't totally restore it because it does smell like herpes. It, it does, does a little bro. bit. It does yeah. a little bit. He's little. not joking. He's not joking though. We were sitting out there getting ready to pull out, and he was like. <laughs> You think we should pull in and get the van? Let's get him in the van. He would walk out and say, like, guys, I appreciate it. We're, right. no yes. It's going to be a hard pass on me. <laughs> I've got diarrhea today. I'm sorry I can't make it. The only thing that would have made that better is have Goose with his shirt off in the back eating chips. <laughs> eating <laughs> chips. Come out. Eating a bag Come of out. onions. You get to sit beside me. And here's the thing. I still would have went. Yeah. <laughs> again, I, have, I was not raised well. Oh, jeez. Come on in, Chris. And, I'm a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And, is this what? we're doing okay. and, uh, and just to clear up any confusion charlie is not a rapper he's a street pharmaceutical salesman yeah. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> definitely not anymore i'm retired <laughs> oh so it wasn't the communication construction yeah, thing you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't know that was code nice. yeah, <laughs> yeah like man the buford pusser of this part <laughs> it was it's, pusser, co yeah. it's code for fentanyl dealer yeah <laughs> oh man Jeez. all right it just gotten weird already yeah we're it's early. getting awkward. early and it right. got awkward uh so yeah man uh, so i i'm touring the country doing yeah. my new show carrying monsters to whore that right up and uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just Get to, let me let me start horn shit right now. I, I want you to know that this show is uh this show's the darkest thing I ever. I, I took it to Scotland, man, because I did the Fringe Festival. I got invited, and you know wow. it's Scotland, right? So I'm like, it's on the fringe, right? You're on the edge. Yeah. And you don't realize how far out we are in America compared to the rest of the world. Because I did the show, and the Scots would laugh, and then they'd go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can hear there's a there's a bit about my sister's suicide in this show that it's a, it's and I get a laugh at the end of it and it's a comic triple backflip but I'm pretty proud of that. But the audience is like Jesus Christ, <laughs> even in America. You don't realize how, how screwed up we are as a society until you go to another country and realize yeah. they're quite normal. And yeah. they're like, come on, man, yeah. And then he shot, my mom shot who? All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were talking about that last week. There's rednecks in every every section yeah, of this every, country. Yep, bro. Yeah. Hell and that's, yeah. That's the great part about us. Like, we, we come in shapes, sizes, I mean, flavors, like, you you yeah. never know which kind of redneck you're going to get. Yeah, well, I mean, you definitely come in a unique shape. That's <laughs> <a joke>. <laughs> <laughs> I got to talk. Man, my manager, and, and I, yeah, um, we're going to talk to some people. And I said this. this earlier, and, like, he gave me such a hard time because, like, I, I have a very dark sense of humor, too. So we're sitting over there talking in there, and I asked him a legitimate question. And I said, can you clap cheeks in heaven? And he took so offense to that. He's like, you can't tell. He said, you heaven, can't ask bro. Jesus that. I said, I feel like God's got a decent sense of humor. He made you. Yeah. So, like, I feel like. <laughs> Dude, so Titus was telling me on, in, on, the, on the way up here, his new podcast. It's probably the coolest freaking topic of a podcast I've ever 
heard of. It's the one thing we all go through. Yeah, death. T- tell them about that. <laughs> so my 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 wife, who's also a comedian, took her mom through caregiving through pancreatic cancer. Her entire show's about it. So I live with a woman that's just as dark as me. Like cancer, <laughs> that's funny. And uh, <laughs> so so she and then we took her grandmother through it. And I, I sat there where her grandmother was. I never my grandma my grandma Titus. How do I describe grandma Titus? My real grandma. So this is her grandma. I'm talking about my grandma was. Grandma Titus was a grandma with absolutely no hugs, and the bitch didn't bake cookies either. Like, <laughs> if you hug Grandma Titus, she turned into a board and was, would go, mm, and it was almost like, like, like it burns, it burns. But she never said that, but it was yeah. implied. She was never so, loved as a child. Right. So I didn't have depression, you know, and, and she went born in the depression. My grandpa, my grandfather used to hang out with Slim Pickens, and my there's a story of my grandmother that you're hanging up at the Delta in, in Northern California, and there's a story where Slim Pickens brought my grandpa home home drunk two in the morning and my grandma beat the shit out of him with a broom (laughs) yeah so so she was not she was not into the fun so that was that (laughs) was that was how do you beat a slim pickens anyway so give him something to write a song (laughs) so here's what happened so i didn't really have a grandma so my 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 new wife's grandmother has been the sweetest person ever and we we got to sit when she passed she was 89 and it was time we're like tiktok grandma come on and we we were sitting in the in the and the whole family came over and I was playing guitar for her because she did a song she liked and she's just died in front of us in the chair. It was over like twelve hours. And I, I was talking to my wife, I'm like, this is like it was such an interesting thing to be to watch it happen, not be afraid of it. Because the one thing that's gonna happen, we're all gonna die. Yeah. And none of us want it to happen. We're all we don't know what's gonna happen on the V side of it, mm-hmm. uh, except for the cheek clapping thing that you yeah. were talking about, maybe. <laughs> that's happening, buddy. Come on, Jesus, come over. Uh, <laughs> I got a, I got a question. Worse, yeah. Damn. <laughs> He's just going, you're gonna embarrass Jesus. You can't embarrass Jesus. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here's what happens is that we she goes, I'd like to do a podcast about to make people feel better about uh, either their relatives dying or them dying. And so we started having these, we've had some crazy this neurosurgeon on who was like a brain scientist and and then he had this coma and then he had this he wrote a book called uh, 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 uh there is heaven and for six days he went through on this journey through to wherever he was man and and he was a, he was a neuroscientist so wow so anyway so it's called it's called knock him dead and we basically make death funny <laughs> i'm telling you dude you have to i got suicides rampant in my family yeah and it's like if it, it that's the way some people deal with it and and a lot of people deal with it that way. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's, here's America. It's a, it's a it's an epidemic in America. Forty seven thousand people a year commit suicide in America. It is. You yeah. know, and people kill themselves because they feel all alone. But what those people didn't know is they had forty six thousand nine hundred ninety nine friends that shared their common interests. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true. Yeah. 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 They just couldn't find them. Yeah, we could stop suicide if we could just get suicidal people to meet. Yeah, that's right. true. I think we need a place where suicidal people can hang out. Like, like it'd be Woodstock, but no, no. Like I, just... I mean, like a theme restaurant, a chain of theme restaurants. You got the money, you can. We'll just call them sadlies. No, <laughs> sadlies. Well, welcome to depression. Here's what's on the menu today. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's come on down to sadlies. When you uh, order the I'm a loser burger and ask for cheese, we forget to put it on. <laughs> Try the appetizers here at sadlies. Go for the what's the point shrimp poppers. <laughs> we have plenty of parking here at sadlies, but we tow everybody. Uh. Bring your suicidal depression down to sadlies. Meet somebody just as depressed as you and have so much joy in your life. After you become friends, you make other people want to kill themselves. <laughs> Sadly, a great place to hang. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Thanks for letting me drop in the material. Sorry. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say. Yeah. You, yeah. you could hear more oh, of that. Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah. He's like yeah. yeah, motherfucker's not riffing that. He wrote that. He's like, wait a minute. But it's funny because that bit, I talk about my sister's suicide. I do that bit. And there's it, it, the, the bit of my sister's suicide is way darker. And yeah. what happens is, like, I call it hate clapping. There's a point where they can't deny it's well written. Right. So I get yeah. done. They, and then they're yeah. like, God damn. They just slowly <laughs> clap. And you're like, yeah. Acknowledge that that was hard to write, but stop doing that. Now, so you see people walk out on, the, on some of those bits. <laughs> I've had, you know, it's weird. I, I made this decision a long time ago because I used to do comedy. Like, you ever notice when you go to the store? And then I started to hate myself. And in my, 1995, I wrote Norman Rockwell's Bleeding, and I thought this mm. is not going to work. And if if it doesn't work, I'm opening a body shop. That's why I love the yeah. car, you know. And so. I started doing comedy for real, like I meant it, and I didn't give a shit what people think. I don't give. I, I, it's got to be funny first. Yeah. I, I don't want to be one of those guys that just rants and says what he wants and thinks he can stand it. I still have to be funny every sentence. Yeah. Yep. But I started like arm the children. I've done bits about you know uh, I'm whitey and I apologize, which originally started as a bit because everybody's blaming white people for everything, and I was like, well, okay, it's, it's my it's me. I'll just take it. Let's just get over yeah. it. Yeah. I did it all. I started racism. I created slavery, <laughs> and then as I uh, and and that's what the bit started as. But what it ended up turning into as I was writing the bit and researching it, I realized, oh, we did fuck some shit up. We really, yeah. we really yeah. as white people, we really did some, and and it goes all the way back to. Uh, I, I go, go through slavery. I go through everything of the Indians, and then I go to and when it gets to Japan. I go, I go, and to the Japanese. Oh man, you started that. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking that one. Yeah, I'm not taking that one. But but and so I started writing real comedy. So. I, I think that the best comment, as we were talking about cancel culture, yeah. there is no cancel culture. You called it consequence culture. That's mm -hmm. exactly what it is. Yep. Yep. If you, I can lead an audience down any path. There's a bit, the setup to the joke for my sister's suicide, I'm not gonna do it, I'm just gonna do the setup. She sat at the end of the bed, put the gun in her mouth and blew her brains all over the headboard. That's the setup. Mm. So there's a way to go with that where I could piss everybody in the eyes off, but I get out with a laugh, and I'm not going to tell you how you have to come to the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, You're not but, getting nothing for free. But there's so many comics that just think talking shit is funny, and then they get mad when people go, that's not funny. Yeah. Oh, you just cancel culture. No, man, you're just not good at your job. Yeah, I do yeah. open mics, man. I'm telling yeah. you, it, it's a lot of venting. Yeah. A lot of people getting up on the mic. Not even trying to be funny, yeah. just venting. David's David's <laughs> getting his hours in, so he's yeah, he's, just go he's watch doing it. comedy and trying to you know doing a, Good, a lot man. of man. By the way, anybody who has the balls to get yeah. on stage and Absolutely. do you really realize how insane you have to be to be a stand up comedian? Yeah. Almost go, all of them are crazy. But yeah. let's go through the mental. <laughs> you have to believe you're going to walk into a room of total strangers, be the most charismatic, funniest, most likable, best friend they've ever yeah. met, and you're going to yeah. make them laugh every ten seconds. Yeah, yep. that's serial killer level crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's, I agree. <laughs> that's right insane. Though, man. I'm like, developing a bit about like it you right could now, do it. Dude. You could do it. Just I've hanging out it. with you. you yeah. Did you? How long did you do stand up? Uh, I've been. I've, I did what two years of shows. Yep. Yeah, we did shows. <laughs> See, some people treat it like it's a like it's a jail sentence. I did two years. <laughs> I did two years of bullshit. People yelling at me. Well, you're exactly right. It's it's one of those things like you have to go in there with the mindset is like I'm about to be the baddest motherfucker on the stage. Yeah. And like yeah. regardless yeah. of what happens, yeah. and I, I told I've told all of them I was like I never went into it with the understanding like I'm not everybody's cup of tea and I'm okay with that. Like yeah. at the end of the day, like is I know I wrote a good joke or I know that I yep. made the audience laugh. Like if you're mad, just be fucking mad. I don't know what to tell you. And I tell people all the time, like, you're going to get canceled. I'm like, you can't cancel a person. You can't cancel right, a person. Exactly. 
Well, here's the funny thing is that to get to your question, that yeah. just took me in half an hour to answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> Maybe we don't want someone on the podcast that doesn't shut up. Uh, it, it's a dialogue, not a monologue, dipshit. So uh, if I don't make, if I make two people walk uh, a show or five people, six people walk a week, That's I'm not good. doing my job. I'm not banging up against it. You want to bang up against Look, right. my job is not to piss people off. I want to make money, make a living, and I want to be really good at this. Carlin was like this. Carlin, man. Oh, every yeah. time someone- Walk that line. Anytime someone goes, man, I'm being edgy, go. you should just tell them, go, no, no, no. Go watch Go watch. You Are All Diseased by George Carlin. Yes. That, <laughs> right, uh, right. you know, yeah. where, where it's smart. And, and I think we've lost that. There's The problem with comedy is there's a new generation of idiots every 10 years yeah. that haven't heard the dick jokes, haven't heard the farting jokes yep. and they're like this is brilliant and then they kind of if they stay in comedy they go i don't i've heard this before you know yeah this premise is kind that's of what's funny uh, some of these guys have that have blown up on tiktok as comics not you guys you guys hilarious oh, thank, but, thank uh, <laughs> <laughs> i knew that's what you were gonna say no. right. <laughs> he said not you guys no. you guys no, no, are no. fucking cool there's some guys there's some guys that have, that have blown up and they they, they, yeah. they they didn't last very long uh and what happens is is that they they blew up and i i watch them and i go because i i when I hear someone's really hot, I go, let me see what they're doing. Like, yeah, remember, I'm 40 years into this. I started yeah. as a fetus, man. Yeah. So uh, I'll go watch them. And I'm like, we did this exact same shit in 1986. Yep. Yeah. And why are you, we, and it, because we get, because the, the comedy audience flips over, turns over. Yeah. So if you can, man, if you're going to get into comedy, you're 18, 19, go watch Carlin. Go watch some, go watch Greg Giraldo. Go watch guys oh, yeah. that actually. God, Giraldo. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. Giraldo. To this day, man, that, 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 that was a sad one for me. Losing Giraldo was sad, but you know. Uh, I'm gonna be that guy that's just gonna. I'm, I'm like a. I'm like a ditch digger of comedy. I just have ten special. Let's do another one. Let's do another one. I just. I just keep going. That's I, one I'm, thing you don't realize though, dude. Like as uh, you, you're talking about cancel culture and you making people walk and stuff like that. We need. Hold, as, on, hold as, on one second. Your face is so serious right now. Well, I, I'm like, <laughs> it, it, it's the truth. Like, go we ahead, need, go ahead. You are an inspiration as far as. We're so scared, like anymore, like as to well, I'm gonna get canceled if I say this or if I say this. Be yourself, bro. Like, toe that line. Exactly. Everyone's so scared to say anything anymore because, like, that, it's gone. Like, and we and were talking we... on the way in. Yeah. yeah. Own it. If you own it. Yeah. If someone, listen, because uh, I've had this happen. When I first started doing Norman Rockwell's Bleeding, I went to this anger thing because I was trying to be everybody's best friend. I was like, you ever notice when we do it and uh, buy stuff and, uh, and huh, you like me? And yeah. then I, I got to this place where I call it growing a tumor on my soul. I was just like, yeah. like I would get on stage and I would see the bit that I'd done a thousand times coming towards me. Like, and I'm like, God, I fucking, oh, I hate this bit. I don't want to do this bit. Blah, 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 blah. blah. And, I, yeah. and I become and a robot and do it. I started yeah. to hate, really start to hate what I was doing. And yeah. that's not why I started doing stand up. And so <clears throat> I threw it all out one night. I threw it all out. Um, and I just wrote, I wrote this bit called We Need Comedy to Get Rid of Our Desire to Kill. Mm. And I would walk on stage instead of saying, hi, how you doing? I would go, do you people even know why you're here tonight? It's because you like paying four bucks for a beer. Is that why? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're here because comedy gets rid of our desire to kill. And the audience, after five guys in front of me had gone, hi, what's going on? And I start like that. Man, it galvanized the room. It went, <laughs> they went. They, and so it's a three-minute piece of the worst day you can have. Yeah. And at the end, I'm stabbing my boss in the chest with a letter opener while he's ordering a new Mercedes. And I'm screaming, I just need a good laugh. And <laughs> I got aggressive. Why is everybody looking at me? But here's, <laughs> but here's, wow. the, here's the problem with the bit. Yeah. The bit's funny all the way through it, but I'm ranting, I'm screaming at the end of it. And I, I knew it was going to fail. And I did it one night at an open mic. The first time I did I, even, I was so scared of doing the bit because it was so opposite what I was doing that I took a buddy from my acting class with me, and the audience went nuts. 
but I'm three minutes into this show and I got nothing else. Yeah. So I go, but you ever go to the store and buy stuff? And, and, <laughs> dude, it was, and the audience, it was like I had slapped them. They were like, you suck. And I, I it was dead silence for the next seven minutes, mm -hmm. dead silence. Wow. And I realized something, man, audiences, like you brought it up. If as long as you're authentic and you own what you're doing, yep. they can't argue with you. Mm -hmm. Like you, they don't have to like you. You said it perfectly. They don't have to like you. Yeah. But it's when the comics go, I'm worried about being canceled. Well, then you're not really committed to your fucking art, are yep. you? If you're worried about not saying what you want to say, then I don't, then you're not good enough for me to watch. 100%. Yeah. You absolutely. know, like I'm writing a bit, I'm writing, I mean, I, I, I have a list with my phone of stuff I want to about it. And some of it scares me. I'll, I write it down, and then two months later, I go like, I hope I don't lose like, my phone. What was, I, what was I thinking about that? Yeah, Apple's going to turn me off if I watch you this in notes. And, and I, I just think you have to. And again, I go back to Carlin or even Robin Williams, man. Go back to those guys who had no problem going deep into something. And that's what, that's yeah. what true stand-up comedy is. That's what true comedy is. is. Yes, true stand-up comedy, yes. We did a show last year in West Virginia, and this is how I knew how sensitive we were. Um, there was a lady, she was in a wheelchair. Well, I'm on stage and I'm doing the show, whatever, and in the middle of it, I see her, she's... She got stuck on something, so she. So I stopped. I was like, "Damn it! Put it in reverse, Terry!" <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like, and like, seventy-five percent of the crowd is screaming, and the other ones are like, <laughs> "Yeah, piece uh, of shit." Yeah. And then I got so many emails after this, like, "How do you sleep at night?" So normally on my stomach with the fan on. I said, "But in general, I can sleep on my back too." But you just, you have to have that tough skin. And I tell people, I said, "I said you want to know what you are when you become a cock, and I'm nowhere even close to the realm of what you are, what somebody else are, and I thrive to be like that someday." Is I said, when you can stand on stage and it's dead silent because you just bombed a joke, I said that's when you find out who you truly are, sir. Yeah. Because yeah. if you don't think yeah. that isn't a gut punch when you tell a joke that you think is fucking great, and the crowd's like, "Yeah, okay." Do <laughs> <laughs> that again. There's a point where, like just hearing you just hanging out with you, like there's a point when they're wrong. When did we become the society that you think you that you get to judge what I do? Exactly. Yeah. Listen, you don't have to like it. Don't come back and see me again. But you have the balls to get to email me or comment <laughs> yeah. on some yeah. shit. Yeah. Hey, you follow me. What are you talking about? Exactly. Like, like you, you don't oh get to be gosh. mad. Maybe you don't need fans anymore. Not like you. No. Yeah. Lighten up, man. I mean, I like it's people true. that don't have a stick up. And it's even got us to the point, like scared. As far as cancel culture, I was talking about, I was going to a podcast, not this one, and I passed a cotton field and insta look at his face. Like, oh, here I, we I, go. I, well, no, I got excited. Jerry, I was get like, the clear, I'm ready. And okay. We're in Alabama and he just yeah. brought up cotton field. Oh, oh, holy <laughs> shit. I, I, I can't, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> I passed the field and instantly the first thought that went through my head was like, I can't be here right now. Isn't that illegal? Like, I'm so nervous. Like, no, bro, it's not illegal to yeah. grow cotton. No, we don't. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that shirt that shirt is not pre-civil war that you're wearing <laughs> they've grown it since yeah like, why am i nervous because i'm they're gonna they're gonna, hey there's goose in a cotton field like oh yeah. great thanks guys yeah no one gives a shit about you that much or me. <laughs> by the way by the, i did my last special zero side effects i did a bit about it and i was like i really got i died on the, a dental table i died i died i went to i'm telling you man what uh, check this it's in my special by the way if you go to a Christopher Titus TV to whore more shit. Uh, yes, go ahead. Zero Side Effects is my latest special. And it's this beautiful theater. I have a production company. We shot it. And uh, anyway, so I did that. I, I was, I had dental surgery. Because by the way, this these teeth, these these aren't mine. I mean, I own them now, but what? they're not mine. Yeah. No. I you actually, finally got them paid off. Yeah. 
Yeah, dude, but I had when I when I was born, my teeth were just all over the place, man. I nothing was on the same plane. When I smiled as a small child, this is one of my favorite jokes. When I smiled as a small child, I looked like a bunch it looked like a bunch of people trying to escape a nightclub fire. <laughs> pull it up, Dustin. Pull it up, Dustin. Let's get a child. Let's get a picture of him. <laughs> you could there's an old picture of you. So um so what happened was I was getting all this dental work done and I'd I'd broken a beer bottle off in high school when I was when I was 17, I was like, let me, I was, I was that guy. I was the guy who, who my friends growing up would give me extra alcohol just to see what I was going to yeah. change into. Oh, yeah. I was that guy. I was not the cool guy. I was the guy, I fell into a bonfire and I, and <laughs> that, that, I still got scars. Oh yeah. I'm, the, uh, yeah. That I, I'm supposed to end up a you know, comedian. <laughs> so I broke a bottle off two years ago so I, and I didn't do anything about it. My dental work was not in my family, you know, plan yeah, for yeah, my dad. Yeah, sure. And so. I, years later, I had to get my teeth replaced, and they had to drill into my jaw. Mm-hmm. And so I'm on the table, and I, the dentist pulls this tooth. Do you guys know what your molar looks like? Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. On the back in your mouth, it looks like a little thing this big. When yeah. he pulled a coffee can out of my face, yeah, and he's showing it to me, and so, but then he starts digging around, and my ear goes, and I go, uh. I can hear something you're in my ear, and he goes, "This is a guy, you guys from uh, he was uh, from South Africa dentist. This guy's world renowned, and he goes, he goes, oh, there's a nerve, there's a nerve in your in the hole that goes right through there. I'm probably hitting it, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, probably, probably, no, my ear goes." <laughs> so he cranks the nitrous up higher, and I have a because my both my parents were raging alcoholics. I have a really high tolerance for yeah. things uh, genetically. And next thing I know, I'm out and I'm behind them. I'm and seeing me on the table, and I floated through the ceiling of the building, and oh, I went into wow. outer space. I'm not kidding, dude. I'm, this is the most clearest thing I can remember in my life. And I'm looking around, and I see the Earth in the distance, and I was like, "That's a cute little Earth." And then I thought, I looked around, and I realized, <laughs> so oh, as important as we think we are, we ain't shit. We ain't yeah. shit. Right. We're an amoeba right. yeah. in the universe. Yeah. No yeah. one, no one's gonna care if I die. No one's gonna care if any. And I and I, and it was weird. You think that would be a sad thing to hear? It was so freeing. Wow. Because I don't give a shit now. I'm like, drive to Alabama and do a podcast. Hell, I'm in. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. I don't care. No one, no one's gonna care if I disappear anyway. So let's go. So what you're saying is, is you have to have a mental disability to be a comedian. Makes hundred <laughs> percent. Speaking of outer space. Stalking your Wikipedia. Oh, no. And you know oh, where this question's going. I don't know. Tell me. This is frightening. I was looking at, at your you know your credits and everything. Yep. Okay. Were, were you in Killer, Killer Clowns, Clowns from Outer Space? Space? You don't remember so, seeing him in that? Why do you guys keep yes. Why do Why is Why can't I get out of like, like, what Does the fuck? everybody know that this is the worst? Like, it was my, I did, had, had no acting experience. Worst job ever. <laughs> it's your bad tattoo. Bring that up. Let's see. No, I, and, and I, I had like. Titus, Killer Clowns. Here's the weird thing. I, oh, my yes. God. Bro. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was Phil Donahue's kid. Phil Donahue. I'm going to. Sally Jesse Raphael. Yeah, Sally Jesse Raphael. It's not Phil Donahue. here. That's a better call. Bro, those are Jeffrey Dahmer's glasses, too. Do you see uh, that? I'm not going to lie to you. Look at him, dude. You want to hear the funny thing about this? So in the movie, I had like four lines, four yeah. lines. And, uh, you had made it at cut, that point, they, right? Yeah, exactly. Nobody could tell you shit. Yeah. They cut two of them. They cut two of the lines. And then I got my TV show. And when I saw the DVD release, all four lines were back in. They're like, Christopher Titus is in this, too. Yeah. That was, oh, my dude, God. Dude, that's so... so 
So was that your that when, was like when people your bring first... this? By the way, when people bring this the, the DVDs to have me yeah. sign these at shows, yeah, I write "fuck you" on them and then sign it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "That's hilarious." I'm like, "Yeah, no, I mean no, but that." I mean, I'm not yeah. Yeah. serious. Fuck you. Uh, the guys, the, we do a, we throw. A, I'm a huge Prince fan. We throw a Prince party uh, oh, every year cool, at the house, man. and uh, and the, the guy, the Kyoto brothers, who did this movie years ago with me. Came to the party last, uh, last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. They didn't give me big enough part in the movie. I'm, super I'm, cool. I'm bringing that picture to a show, and I'm like, I thought I was here to see Ellen DeGeneres. That's me at like that's me at 19. That's yeah. I'm 19. you were killing it though. You what know, is, look, you were like, what are you doing in that oh, picture? That's uh, the 80s, man. That was, that was a good look. Yeah, that was killing <laughs> That's a good look. Were those? Uh, what What was those uh, glasses? Who made those glasses? It looks it's like Dahmer's like lookalike. It really does. It really is that when they cut to the guy who killed they, yeah. this guy killed fifteen bodies, and they cut to that face. That's exactly I love the it. beer can; it's just beer. Were those your red glasses, or were those props? No, the props. Aren't, no, I don't glasses. It, it, it's funny because at that time, so I go, I show up to set. It's my first acting job ever, right? Right. Um, I get the job, and I'm sitting with these group of people on these all these, and they're all talking about all these movies they did. Oh man, I was in. I mean, they're bigging up big movies. Yeah, you know, I was, uh, I was Raging Bull and this, and and there's, and I'm like, wow, how are you guys all? And there's like 15 of them. On this movie, I go, What did you do in the movie? Because I'm a dumbass. And he goes, Oh, I was an extra. And I was like, Oh. And I got up and I walked away from them. <laughs> I don't, I, you know why? Because I had lines. I'm going to wow. be carrying the beer. And have you seen the glasses? Hey, I, I dropped my sack card. Have y'all <laughs> yeah, seen yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys don't know what it looks like. So I'll find it. Oh, no. That's it, buddy. No. That's it, Holy shit. Hey, bring hey, that uh, back up right hey, there. You know how much, <laughs> I mean, Who the hell was on costumes in this movie? <laughs> and look at the hair. The hair is fucking identical. Oh, and yet I didn't get the I didn't get the call when the casting came. Fun fact, oh. fun fact he was making that beer for somebody. <laughs> Does this rag smell like dude, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, that dude got laid so hard by uh, that that Dahmer beer. Everybody's like, why are you idolizing him? Like there is like comments everywhere. He's so sexy. Yeah, he also killed and ate people. Like it's insane. Yeah, it's yeah just a lot of men. We've all dated women. There's oh, women yeah. that are like, yeah, oh, yeah. I know, but they yeah. just didn't understand him. That's, that's the one. Here, he I can't get nobody to love me, and that motherfuckers in prison got pen yeah. pal ladies to just send them money. Like you can see anything you want to. Charles <laughs> Manson got how many? Yeah, oh, dude, it was the, the Menendez brothers. Yeah, oh, yeah. They, they they shot their parents, oh, the, the, blew their heads off, and they're like, yeah, but. Bro, I, that is but so with me, accurate. with me, the yeah. night, the night stalker, and they're that still guy doing, got you know, that mad guy, letters. Ramirez. Yeah, Ramirez got oh. mad letters from chicks. It's like, are you fucking crazy? He's gonna yeah, kill dude. you. Yeah. What's the other one that was like a pretty motherfucker? Oh, uh, uh, Ted Bundy. Yeah, Ted yep. Bundy. Ted Good Bundy. Lord, dude, yeah. they went nuts for Ted. They had yep. to, they were. Aren't you glad you're being associated with all these people, all these <laughs> serial killers, <laughs> bro? I didn't I, mean by to the way, you could up, probably like... bring up Bundy too with the glasses on. <laughs> like, yeah, Titus. Yeah, this. And by the way, maybe it's going to help me in casting in the future. They'll yeah, be like, yeah, hey, let's yeah. get Titus like, in because no, he's definitely got the vibe. Definitely. <laughs> well, I think you now look like Bill Burr with hair. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever get that now, Bill? Yeah, yeah, I did get that, and and we had kind of a. I was. I started a lot earlier than Bill, but but yeah, Bill. I get that a lot. Bill. Bill somebody kept. In fact, one time, Bill did a very funny video. Uh, he's coming out of something, and they go Christopher Titus, and and he's like, uh, <laughs> like yeah, and he goes yeah, and he starts talking shit, uh, and then he just walks away. He never told him it was Bill Burr. That was well before he was Bill Burr. Yeah, 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 yeah. right, right, right. 
I don't know. Bill Burr, I don't see it. I don't think Titus looks like it. Well, maybe it's Bill Burr of, looks like he would. He would uh, from the side. He does. I don't That's where I'm looking at. He's him. got a. He's got a <laughs> distinct just white look. guy. Just he, skinny yeah. white guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. put up Dom. <laughs> hey, put up Dahmer's side view. Let's see. Let's see uh, the comparison. Hey, let's just keep beating the <laughs> fuck out of this dead horse we've been talking yeah. about. <laughs> Well, I just don't want to get investigated now. Like, if there's some murders that haven't been solved, they go, "Hey, this is way too close." (laughs) Literally, if that was if there was a sketch, they would have attacked. There you go. That's better. That's kind of scary too, though. Uh, That screams white band. No, I don't see it. No, dude, there's no no way. Thank you. I am my own person. You guys are (laughs) equally as angry, but I mean, as far as looks, no, I don't get it. (laughs) I uh, my anger is based on what's happening. Bill's anger is from his soul. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, you are you are not kidding at all. I'm telling you one thing: that is my new Tinder profile right there, buddy. I tell you what, man. You so, can take this picture down anytime. I don't like looking at me when I'm home. I don't want to look at it. Other- <laughs> Dustin, Dustin back there. Sometimes he didn't take the social cues. It's like, okay. <laughs> All right. uh, dude, it was so cool though. Uh, riding up here, we bonded a lot because you going back to the previous um, conversation, talking about like if your comedy didn't work out, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to start a body shop. Body shop, yeah. So it's so cool. So love for cars, love for automobiles. Well, my dad. Where did that start? My dad, uh, nine years old, we, he, he would just buy, he would buy whatever was wrecked. He, so he sold fiberglass equipment, sold, drove around California yeah. uh, and, and, uh, and always had road beer in the car. Oh, yeah. My dad's had road yeah. beer. Yeah. See, I didn't know that wasn't a real thing until I was like That's the best old. thing ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but it's not a real thing. So, uh, <laughs> and, like, uh, but he called beer? it road, road beer. My dad had a cooler in his car all the time. Mm. A family trip, uh, ice chest full of cold beer. We drank hot Coke. That's how that went down. <laughs> yep. So he was always finding in the back of these fiberglass shops uh, old boats. Like he, our first boat was a ski boat, 455 Oldsmobile, but it had been chopped up and stolen. It was a it was an insurance recover, yeah. and it was in three pieces. And he brought three pieces of a boat home, fiberglassed it all back together. Then put his family in it. We, went, we learned to ski in that shit. Uh, uh, and so he he found a TR three, and so I was I was. So he had this Triumph TR3. Oh, Triumph. And he put my brother, uh, David, and I on it. And he's like, after school for two hours, you guys got to scrape paint up this thing. And he gave this this chemical called Jasco, yep. which you painted on the car, and yep. it would bubble the paint up, mm-hmm. and it would dissolve the paint. And, and and part of my little sister, let's be honest, she yeah, shouldn't have yeah, been out yeah. there with us. And the skin off your fingers. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We would do this every day. We had to come home from school, and we had to start scraping the paint off this yep. car, and it had four or five layers of paint on it. And I was like, at one point, I was like, man, I'm going to move to Mexico and get a good job. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I've been doing that since i was a kid and always in fact when i was 16 that car was all restored beautifully my dad let me drive it on on my birthday to school and it didn't have synchros in first and second gear, which no one had explained synchros to me and i i got to take judy thompson she was she was a model in our school well she did the local sears catalog the local ads (laughs) so she was a model yeah and i got to take her to her uh, rop class or resource occupational program class and uh and i'm like yeah and i got this cool tr3 and i'm like and i just blew out the second gear and the car the car's going ding 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 she's like is it supposed to make that noise yeah it's supposed to make that noise so i drop her off i get the car home i park in the driveway and then here's 16 year old dumbass i write my dad and dad uh the car's making a weird noise what did you do to it that's what i I was working at mcdonald's at the time i was a girl guy at mcdonald's that's right how good was i Mm, 18 max three minutes 12 seconds that's where do you but where do you go after that 
Yeah, man. I took off my paper hat and I walked the fuck out. So here's what happens. I'm back. I'm cooking Max. And this is the day I blew the car out. And I look up. And one of the manager, this manager, glasses, he looked like that character. Yeah, yeah. He got, uh, Wilson was his name? Well, anyway, he, just, he goes, hey, your dad's here. Your dad's here. And my dad, I walk out. My dad, I didn't go all the way out. I went where the where they put the things of the the between the because I didn't. He was out there, and I knew I was in trouble. Yeah, I didn't want to walk to the counter where you're he looking could reach through the burgers. <laughs> yeah, my dad was six four. He hit a long reach, and I look over where the burgers are, and my dad's got his fist. He's leaning on the counter with his fists. And he just does this thing with his fingers. Oh, yeah. oh, no, dude. And, I, and I was like, nope. Hell I'm, no. I'm busy. I'm working. He goes, he goes, I will see you at home. <laughs> Get home. No, you won't, because I'm never coming back. No, my dad. You don't understand. My dad and I got in fist fights. We had fist like like the stuff I talk about on my show all happened. I've had a yeah. joke so people don't cry. That's why yeah. I write the shows yep. all right. And so I thought we're gonna fight when we get home. And I got home and he he was so mad he couldn't hit me. And he goes, I worked on that car my life. And I was like, I worked on that car your whole life. And he's like, you're going to take the transmission out. You're going to buy a new one. You're going to put it in yourself until it works. So he made me, and at the time I had no money. The only place that had a TR3 transmission was like in Maryland. And I was living in oh, California. Yeah. So I had to pay for the tranny. It was more to ship it than the tranny cost. They're rare. He then made me pull the transmission on myself. I put it, because I didn't know what I was doing, I yeah. put it in three times. Yeah. And oh, I wow. finally got the car running, and he's like, uh, what are you going to do next time? I go, uh, drive better. <laughs> like, I, like, I didn't know what to say, but drive. he made me. But that, that's the kind of dad I was raised with, and that's why I have yeah. like this real, like we were talking about people that get fame or they get any kind of money, and they, and they, turn, they go crazy. Yeah. Because they think that they can act like that now. And I was raised by a guy that, never let you get any bigger mm -hmm. than you were. He never yeah. let you get any bigger, you know. And, you know, and much to my therapist's joy yeah. <laughs> uh, for years. Uh, but uh, my therapist was a guy who, uh, you remember the Menendez brothers? Yeah. Uh, Dr. Jerry Ozeal, my therapist, I went I went to three sessions with the guy, and this is the only therapy I've ever had, three sessions with this dude. Because I was really having, when I moved to LA, I was having trouble. And this guy, this guy kept, I would tell him these horror stories from my life, and he would go, mm, interesting, what do you think? And I remember thinking, I'm paying you 150 yeah. bucks an hour. Yeah. What do you think? What other job do you yeah. go to where they go, yeah, you do that. I'd yeah. like you to uh, detail my car. Okay, here's a rag. What? Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, so we found out later that guy was seeing th had three mistresses. And the reason the, the, the Menendez boys got busted was because he had three mistresses on top of his wife. And it told all three of them what they had told him in session. And he said, you can't tell anybody because if they find out, they'll kill you too. And he got his license pulled. That guy was my yeah. touchstone. That guy was my oh, guy. Oh, wow. That was my it, guy. Yeah, yeah, man. I Good. can see how it helped. <laughs> I can see how it helped for sure. Right? <laughs> You're cured, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I got it, right? Great yeah. job. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, uh, so, yeah, you guys can keep asking me questions. I can, I'll keep talking. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, by the way, you guys blew up. I, so, here's the thing. So, I always have, you always, we always want success, right? right and yeah. you guys did. Like, you guys blew up in a, in a medium right now that, that the old school media doesn't understand right. at all, Not like that, and that, bit. and that's why the writer strike and the and the and actor strike is blowing mm -hmm. right, because they don't understand it, and yeah. but they know they can make money on it, but they don't want to pay everybody. How did you guys do what you did that with so many million? How did you guys work that out? 
besides being hilarious and you and attractive. I, I know. Attractive. You unattractive or <laughs> no? He, was, he, looked, he said attractive looking at me. Man, it's exactly just uh, like it's just I'm a storyteller, and that's I, I I said. Did you just say that out loud? Really? It felt you know, it's because really I'm a storyteller. Story teller. <laughs> oh, he's I've got nine comedy specials, Jesus motherfucker. Christ. I'm a storyteller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, motherfucker. I'm a storyteller. <laughs> well, I Never, just tell stories. I, I, yeah, he, uh, I shouldn't have let him go first. I shouldn't have let him go first. <laughs> Who do you take it? And then, yeah. and then you think for a minute. No. <laughs> you think no. on it. For you think Jesus. you just think five for, minutes. No, like two and a half years ago, I was a full time law enforcement. Uh, and really? Yeah, full time law enforcement. And my buddy calls me, and he's like, "Bro, he's like, have you heard of TikTok? Because I had never done Vine or anything else like that." I'm like, "Yeah, bro. I mean, I guess I've seen it." He's like, "Bro, he said we are always fucking cracking jokes and telling." He's like, "Why?" And it was such a bad time in the country with law enforcement yeah. and where everything yeah. was, yeah. where it was like such a bad life. He's like, "We just don't." So I literally just jumped on there and just started telling like interaction stories that I have. And uh, one of the biggest stories was like the time that I've been the worst scared of my entire fucking life. It's back in I think it was 2007 or 2017 when the clowns were coming out of the fucking woods yeah. and scaring people. Oh God, people. I remember this. Yeah. Shit. So oh, yeah. so I get called out. He to was in that movie. I get called out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I got no residuals yes. from that. Yes. <laughs> you got to fucking write yes. them a check every time they play it on TV. So <laughs> so, <laughs> so I get called out to this residential neighbor. It's an older lady. She's like, I keep seeing a clown coming in and out of the back of my woods and I'm like fuck I hate clowns I'm so scared of clowns I fucking hate I got this. a gun and I'm a I hate clown. I'm not even kidding you I hate clowns so I go in the woods and it is pitch black I have my flashlight out I have my my service weapon out and I'm giving commands hey if you're out here I need to see your hands well out my peripheral I feel something touch me and all I see is white and orange I said <laughs> when I'm telling you knees to chest through the woods for about 50 yards until finally I stopped and I said well Damn, I'm the fucking police. <laughs> I go back and there's this 17 year old could just he is crying, laying down, just crying, laughing his ass off. I said, "You almost got shot." He said, "You weren't gonna shoot nobody. Your ass was running." <laughs> I said, but no, I just started telling like law enforcement stories, like like little fun That's things that I had been to, and it just kind of took off. And then you know, luckily I was blessed. My daughter, I call her my little uh, miniature Jeffrey Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer, because <laughs> she's fucking psycho. So it just kind of took off us. And you know, in the words of Goose, I'm a storyteller. Yeah, that's what it just said. I'm a story. What would have happened if behind you were running? You just heard hunga, 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 hunga. I got, you just I've kept had, going. I got two bad. I got a bad heart. I've had two open heart surgeries. That somebody just would have beat until I'm dead. Yeah. I don't know what oh, to say. Man, you, you know what's crazy heart. though? I remember that shit like. How yeah. wild is it that that was a fucking thing for a little yeah. while? For but that's why the rest of the world thinks we're nuts. And you we know, were in Scotland, they thought we were fucking nuts. Yeah. We do shit like this all the time. We're redneck as shit out here, though. People I'm are like, fucking stupid. I fucking hope I see a clown. People know better than I'm not going to lie to you. I pulled into the to the town where the Airbnb was. Yeah. Like, I've never seen a city shut down at 10 o'clock at night. I was yeah, waiting dude. for the burning crosses and fucking people in white hoods <laughs> to start yeah. climbing. I was like, where in the fuck am I at right now? The billboard. Yeah. No, you, hey, y'all are safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're safe. You're great. You're yeah. good. I don't feel that way. Are you sure, Goose? What about man, you, man? You Let's, guys fit right well, in. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm a storyteller, so um, <laughs> <laughs> tell us a story. That's it, yeah. bro. I mean, yeah, that, man. That's that, and that's the thing. Like, I, I feel like sometimes comedians look at us and they're like, "You motherfuckers don't know what it's like," because we don't, man. Like to go play bars and and get booed off a stage or something like that. Like if we do a show. It's people that love us that are coming to it and watch us every day. So I can literally get up there and eat shit 
and not know what it's like to to have to go through the trials and tribulations and shit like that that you well, guys. Man, have gone you don't have to kiss my ass. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, all, right. all, all, right. I, all I asked was, oh how did you God. get popular? Dude, you have done nothing but circle jerk since I've been here. Look, man. Look, I'm yeah. fangirling. What do you want look, from me, bro? Look, right? Like, you don't you don't have to put the whole microphone in your mouth. <laughs> no, but but don't but give, the thing is that it is. Here's the thing. So I got. So it happened, and all these people, and the, the, here, but here's where it sh- here's where that what you just said shows up. So all these guys who had 15 million followers, comedy clubs who just don't. I mean, at the end of the day, comedy clubs they want to sell booze and potato mm. skins filled with cheese. That's tickets, what they want to yeah. do. Tickets, right. tickets, tickets. So what they would do was they started doing Wednesdays and Thursdays, where bring in some of these YouTube people and the, and the TikTok people, and they would sell out, like sell out two shows, 14 year old girls and their moms. And then, and, and I would go and I go, well, what was he act like? And one of the guy, this guy, the Tony Baldino, who's, who's, whose godfather was Sam Giancana. Uh, he's not connected. And he, <laughs> he's, he's not. Just for the he, record. He goes, he goes, this fucking guy comes in in a panda suit, puts on some hip hop music, dances for 10 minutes, and then saw, signed autographs for two and a half hours. Jesus so you guys though seem like I would go see your show, but you just you, you you guys have both been f- like just hanging out with you guys. You've been funny after like okay, I'll go see what they do. Right. And I hear the rumor is you're a storyteller. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I don't like to brag or anything. Yeah. But. Actually, Go- Goose Goose wears a giraffe outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the the thing is they never had to feel the sting of a bomb. But that's, no, their that's, audience. Not, that's not true. Yeah, that's right. not true. Because I do amateur night in Charlotte at this yep. comedy zone. No, I mean when, when you were making videos, right? right. No, yeah. you know. But I mean, it, you go back to the thing. Like, not every video hits the same way. Not everything. But like, yeah. I, it, it goes back. to What Goose is saying, like, even when he he could tell a story. Like, you if he told a story about his sister, but he goes up and he's like. My sister sat on the edge of the bed, put yeah. a gun in her mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you have to be dramatic. You sure. have to. You delivery. Have to, you, the, your delivery everything. is like everything. So, like, when I when I was doing the shows, like I was doing it with guys, and then I would do it by myself. So, I wanted to challenge myself because that was like the nervous thing for me. I, I had never yeah. been on stage by myself, and I was like, I didn't even tell anybody. I just went and did it. I didn't want people to come there that knew who I was. I just picked an amateur night. I said, I'm going out there. That's what I. And did. like I said, yeah. for me, like. I, I have never, and I've Googled it, and I've YouTubed it, and I know it's super important, and I've reached out to several people. Like, I have never been good at writing as far as where it comes to the jokes. Like, I am very good at, like, talking about my trauma from my kids, making jokes out of it, doing things like that. But going to amateur night, like, bro, one of the toughest things is, like, in your head, you have played this shit, and you are fucking laughing your ass right. off. And then you tell this oh, joke, and then everybody yep. in that Stings, motherfucker, and they're, slam, and they're fucking slam-hammered and just not... Yeah, <laughs> you, you well, pause for the laugh. And it's well, a lot of that, like, so David will send me his sets. Um, like, he'll record his sets, and he really is getting, like, I'm very proud of him. Like, he's, Do you write? He, yeah. Yeah. Good, good. I just, he's, like, you have to write. I, I just write garbage, and I find a... I'll give you a tip on. I'll give you a tip on writing. He's really. He's he's got. I mean, just in the short amount of time, he really is honing his act. And but he's open mics around here though is very limited as you could imagine. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of other comedians there. Yeah, maybe they don't. That's that's the worst. Yeah, dude. That's the worst. They're not listening. No, No. and they're They're over there like. Well, you you can build. There's some places like when I started San Francisco. There, there was really like a camaraderie about it. We all knew that it was all tough and stuff. There's, um, but writing is writing is really important because you can actually once you get decent at it, it's hard to sit down and write, man. But you have to get. But here's the problem with writing. All comedians. 
You're in a room by yourself. You sit down, you start writing something that you think's funny. You realize in three lines that you're, it's not funny and, and you start getting mad. Well, you're in a room by yes. yourself. Why are you fucking mad? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give you, this is the key. This is the key. Give yourself permission to not be funny. You're in a room by yourself. No one's ever going to hear it. What I do is this. And I've told this before. Because by the way, some guys don't. Burr, I, so I asked Bill Burr years ago, I was doing, I forget what special I was doing. We were about to film it. Maybe Born With a Defect. And I said, would you come down to this club at Flappers in, in LA? I go, would you come watch it? And he goes, yeah, yeah. So he comes down. And in the back room, I got my computer open. And I write jo every joke space, every joke space. For like, like the Bruce Springsteen story I did is 28 minutes long. And it's it's like that. And Bill goes, Bill just looks at me and he goes, you write this shit down? <laughs> I, go, I go, don't you? He goes, nah, I just eventually get to it. <laughs> oh, wow. But that takes a lot longer. I find, I, I've done, this is my 10th comedy special, Carrying Monsters, so I've t I found that you need to, I need to write it down so I know, because I can get the joke faster. You, you know, comedy's just a hard right turn. Here's the idea, bam, a total yeah. right turn. But So here's what, give yourself permission not to be funny. Let's say you want to tell a story about the clown story, right? I would write down, starting from being a police officer, I would write down every detail of that story. And don't write any jokes. Just write what exactly happened. Okay. I started running like crazy. You have, let's say you have 30 things at the end, right? So you have these 30 facts with a space between them, and that's the story. Um, the reason it's funny is because you went back and the kids laughing. By the way, didn't you? Were you? You had to be laughing. Oh, kid, I was. I was. I was. I was. I was mad, but like I, I was aggravated. You knew. I, yes, I was because I felt like a dumbass. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. This woman called you to protect her, and your dumbass is running through the woods and, scared. And I have a weapon, and you're laughing. Yes, you're, that, yes. that's awesome. So, uh, so then what I do is I go back and I, now there's 30 things. You're like, I got to write 30 jokes now. Again, you're in a room by yourself, but you're stressed out that you haven't been funny yet. But no one gives a shit. You're in a room by yourself. Then I take the first thing and I just write a punchline for that one sentence. Every here's here's how I, I try to write. Every sentence needs a punchline. Now I have some comedians that have called me out on that and said that's bullshit. And then they came to see my show. Andrew Rivers is a great comedian friend of mine, and, and he I've been helping him since he was sixteen. And he goes, "You said that. I heard you on uh, say that on a podcast." And he goes, "And I went and saw it. I wouldn't watch your specials." And fuck you, do it. Every sentence needs a punchline. So once you do that, you have this structure, right? Listen, he's going to do what he does. You're going to listen. Fuck that guy. <laughs> no, no, he's just not. He's yeah. nodding. I do what I do. This is what I do. Uh, uh, but if you do that, what ends up happening is you have 30 jokes. Now, now they're all not going to work, uh, but you'll have this structure where you can make it work. And then what he said is real important. You got you to gotta rehearse that 15 times before you go anywhere. Out like, loud. Out loud, yeah. That's look, what I can And don't look in a mirror because you're going to start checking yourself Hell and seeing no, what no. you're doing. And yeah. if you start doing, like, I'm I feel gonna, like a crazy person. I put my arm here. You, what? I feel like a crazy person doing that. Like going down there and doing my set in front of a wall and just walking around and doing my set. That's exactly how you got to do it. How do you think there's a, there's a, a great example of this? Uh, George Carlin did, did a, a, song, a bit called Modern Man. He opens one of his, one of his last specials, he opens with it. It's a four minute rant uh, that you have to watch because. I watched it, I remember thinking how brilliant it was, and then I thought, oh shit, he had to remember that. It's all these phrases, yeah, you know? Uh, and so uh, it's it's your job, man. If you want to be a comedian, it's your job. A lot of guys think, I'm just going to go up and just talk, and I'm always like, all right, I'm going to go See in, how that works. I'm gonna go in the back and watch, because that's going to be fun for me to watch. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a fucking job, it's a fucking craft, it's a fucking art, and, and sorry to say fuck so much, but it, it, when people talk about comedy, like, I just get up and riff, I'm like, okay. 
There's very yeah. few guys that are good at that. I think Chappelle's really good at it. Yeah, he's yeah. super good. But but he'll also Dave will Dave is what you he'll said go up to a club for four hours and just rant. not be funny. He'll, he'll not he'll, be funny. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> yeah. But he'll make his point. Oh yeah, I mean, for sure. And, and I think the only sin in comedy is to not be compelling. That's yeah. why when I'm writing a bit, my my, my I didn't want to write my, about my sister's suicide. I, my wife goes, "What's your next special?" And I go. I got the beginning and the ending, and I don't know. I, I, I go, she goes, what story can't you tell? And I said, I can't talk about my sister's suicide. And she goes, then you have to talk about your sister's suicide. Right. Yeah. And that was like a challenge. That's for my wife. So I'm like, I, I will show you. Yeah. See, I'll talk about it. I'm an old soul. So like one of my favorite comedies back in the day was Red Skelton. Yeah. I love brilliant. Red Skelton. Like he was brilliant. And then Richard Pryor, like my favorite. Yeah. Richard Pryor, like he did not give a book. And Do you know the story about Pryor though? Mm -mm. Pryor didn't, wasn't. Pryor was Cosby. Ever seen that clip yeah. he did mm -hmm. on he, on Ed Sullivan? Yeah, he was. Clean. He's reading a newspaper. He, he was, was Cosby. Yeah. He was trying to be Cosby. Was he? Yeah. Oh wow. And then he went to Vegas, and he's in the middle of a set in Vegas one night. He he was getting booked for bands and stuff because he was that clean and every, you know, and he'd been on it. And he just stopped in the middle of his set and goes, "Fuck this!" And he walked off. And he disappeared. Wow. He went to Northern California. He started working in Oakland. Uh, grew out his afro. Started doing anything he wanted to do on stage. And then he went back back to LA after about two years and was Richard Pryor. Yeah. But he's the guy I think, him, well, Lenny Bruce too, but Lenny Bruce did, was, wasn't as funny. Pryor knew how to make, when I first saw the Long Beach special, me and Jim Brewer one time were on the road together and we rented every Richard Pryor VHS. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, Google that, kids. <laughs> yeah. Children. That. Yeah. And, yeah. and he, and we would just sit in the condo every night and we watched Pryor. And at one point, there's a bit he does in his Long Beach special about his heart attack, where he's going, he's going, he's, I'm sorry, God, I'm sorry, God, and you weren't say, saying that when you're eating all that pork, motherfucker, and, he, and, he's, <laughs> and he's going through his heart attack, and I, it was a moment I was like, he's actually doing a bit about him almost dying, and yeah. it's, it's, it's me and Jim Brewer, two comedians, are crying laughing at it. And so that's that's what you have to do. You have to find go, dude. Here's the thing: go where you're scared. That's that's the best advice for a comedian. Wow. If you don't wanna, if if there's something, nah, I can't make that funny. Then you better start mining that. Start yeah. start get get the pickaxe out. And start looking for that vein, man. Sorry. And welcome to comedy seminar with Christopher. Tyler. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was gonna ask you what it, what is it like having a wife that does comedy? Is that yeah, is it is competitive? That? Oh it's, man, I so it, we can turn the mics off, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We can cut this yep. out. <laughs> we can edit this out. Don't worry about it. She uh, she didn't do comedy first. She worked comedy clubs, and, and so she'd been around it for six years. And then we met uh, after my divorce. Uh, I'm saying that for court and uh, um, smart man. <laughs> thank you, man. <laughs> See, I, I laugh, laugh. Sorry, right made, made a note. No, I heard, the, I heard the witness say that he hadn't seen her before. Yeah. Um, and she started giving me. She, so she, we moved out. She moved to LA, and she started giving me jokes. I was working on uh, Love Is Evil at the time because um, it was really happening. It was in the middle of it happening, and. Uh, she starts giving me jokes. I was telling her so in yeah. the car, and she and and they were better than some of the jokes I could write. She's got two college degrees, wicked smart. And I was like, "Hey, hey, stop! Don't look. I'll write my own. I'm keeping that because it's really yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a good thank you. But I'm gonna write. And then she kept doing it. And I said, uh, "Her name's Rachel Bradley. Very funny. Her special Alpha Chick is out on right. If I can hold one more thing for her. No, that's uh, great. And Dude. she." And Same so I took her on the road, and I'm I, look, man. As you can tell, the way I talk about stand up, I I love stand up. I never yeah. stopped doing stand up, even on my TV show, because Damon Wayans told me uh, years ago. He said I did a show with Damon Wayans, and he said, "Don't stop doing stand up." He goes, "Eddie stopped, and he'll never get it back." 
So uh, I always swore I'd never be actor meat. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be podcast meat all day, but yeah, actor yeah. meat, I'm not going to do. <laughs> you know why? Because look now, all these guys that stopped stand up and they became writers yeah. or, or, and they're on sitcoms and they stopped, they're done right now. They yeah. Until this strike is over, they can't make a dime. Yeah, that's true. So I can go back. I, I, look, if I'm dying, I can walk into any bar and make enough money to buy a sandwich. Yeah, you know, that's true. That's true. And my agent gets ten percent. That's that's Rachel right there. That's Rachel. Plus your plus your you out kicked your coverage. You did good for yourself there, man. So she's dude. I'm so far out of my league with this. Don't let her go to the eye doctor. You'll be out of it. You'll be gone. She's with she's with you at the she's with you tonight, isn't she? No, she didn't come this she didn't come this time. She's she's actually doesn't like to go on the road as much as I do. So she's she didn't make Alabama. Gotcha. Chris Hobby. That wasn't really high up on her thing. She wasn't like she wasn't like Alabama. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, you, I, you, I'm here. You are. You are a great storyteller. Thank you, man. <laughs> you can have that, by the way. You know, I'm obsessed with comedy. I'm too, sorry, dude. man. It, it just feels like it's, great guys are great guys, and great. You ever that one dude where you could, you could, like the one guy who couldn't sit in a room with us, and we talk shit like that, and yeah. he would get mad. Oh yeah. Isn't oh. it funny how fast that guy gets edited? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He's out gone. of there. You gotta have Blip. thick skin, man. Yeah. Man. You gotta have thick skin. <laughs> that guy's just Blip. like, oh, so, you're like, so, is, is Philip coming? Nah, we didn't. Nah, like Philip. Nah. We, Philip didn't make. We, we, we didn't because we, we didn't, heard uh, his feelings last time. We told time. him it's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. We told him it's tomorrow. We told him it was one o'clock on Friday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been playing music for 25 years, and I quit to do comedy. I quit music. I paid for my house playing drums, and I. Quit to do comedy, so, yeah. so I'm obsessed. Got, with ho- it, hopefully, yeah. he's a better yeah. comedian than yeah. he was a drummer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna die trying. I, like I would rather try this and fail than just have to live with the fact that I never went out there and tried. That, it, but that's the key, man. It's got to burn in you, people. What yeah. you, all the stuff you were saying, it's hard to deal with. It's got to fucking burn in you, man. You gotta be like, no, I gotta get on that stage and talk about oh, those people. Don't like you though. Yeah. No, they will eventually. Yeah. Well, yeah. the the good thing about David, and I've known him for a while, is he's a very self deprecating person. Yeah. So he's got thick skin so him being able to go up there and do it and then not getting a laugh if that happens he he can that's ha- the whole thing getting over yeah with. but i well, knew especially thick... doing open mics with in a Just room comics. full of nothing but comics yeah but yeah. i knew the thick skin you know? thing with the haircut i was like this in alabama in alabama dude respect i'm gonna tell you what's harder than all that have you ever gotten a comment where it said not funny unfollowed that hurts Oh, <laughs> that hurts. my soul, bro. Like, and they announce it every time. I unfollow. And you get messages like that. I'm not following. I guess that's similar to somebody getting Shit. up and walking out of a comedy show. Yeah, but not, not even, though. But, like, you've been following. Not even close. Like, honestly, like, like so we did the Armageddon update. And whatever you believe politically, I you know, I, yeah. I go after shit pretty hard on that. And sometimes, man, there'll be these crazy rants and i'll look and the guy's been following me for like did you not know i did this yeah like he's been you've been on a subscriber for two years i didn't change you know i and i think that's the key we were talking on the way up to what bothers me about when comedian changes his his thing to a fit a trend or a fad you lose me we were talking about carlin carlin prior Never changed. Never once. Even no. when Pryor was in his wheelchair. Yeah. And that's why I he's, loved him so he much. He still talks shit. It was yeah. great. And that's all I'm going to do is talk shit. So, <laughs> yeah, you, so, based, so like, your act, you know, like you said, it's it's storytelling. I mean, that's that's a good way to put it. It's a, it's a journey. <laughs> so, I guess my question... <laughs> if I anyone ever said that, just give me a time frame. Right 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 if I ever right saw a review that said, Titus takes you on a journey, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> 
<laughs> Just shut up. Oh, Paul Harvey over here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's I don't the take rest you on a journey. I make you laugh every ten seconds. That's okay. true. That's yeah. true. But that's, I bet, that's but, true. But, but it's always funny when someone tries to make it bigger than it is. Look, man, yeah. there's bonuses on it. I call it the bonus. Sometimes people, write, I have a bunch of like a, a, a thousands of emails where like, dude, Norman Rockwell's bleeding made me made me not kill myself. I have, love is evil. I was gonna take my own life because my wife had left me and I watched that special and I realized that that love can happen again. There's a bonus. Like oh, Carlin got, yeah. Carlin made people smart. Like, like there's stuff that Carlin, I remember Carlin, there was stuff that he came up against what I believed at times. Yeah. Where I was like, and by the end I was like, oh shit, I never thought of it like that. That's the bonus. But your only job is to make them laugh. That's your fucking job. Anybody who yeah. makes it more than that is like, just shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, just yeah. shut up. There's bon- again, I'm okay with the bonus because that yeah. means you're writing better. Right, right. If yeah. you're if you're going, I'm gonna write this thing about how my balls have dropped. Okay, whatever. God bless you. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the enjoy the middle spot at, at at C rooms for the rest of your life. But if you're like, I wanna write this bit about how you gave up being a drummer because your dream's more important. And it's funny, but you you don't, you don't, as long as you don't get sappy with it. That's why that my sister's suicide bit, there's three jokes about her suicide that people are just looking at me like, I can't believe, half the crowd is pissed, half the crowd's laughing, but they're yeah. laughing like, <laughs> and I, and, and yeah. that's the perfect joke for me. And that's yeah. a perfect joke. It's, it's right on the ragged edge where people would like, I, yeah. this could go badly. Well, they're not supposed to, you're not supposed to laugh about stuff like that. That's, well, the, no, that's tension and release. Well, that's well, what I'm talking, that's yeah. what I'm, let, but let that's me, what I'm talking about. And we're, the, the, no, that's, that's regionally where we are now. But that's the norm. People don't think you should laugh about. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm Dude, saying people say you don't think my you should. wife wanted to crawl under her fucking chair about a month ago. <laughs> so we went up and we were with the uh, Burt Kreischer and Mark Norman and all those guys. Right. Yeah. And so, oh, you went to that show? Yeah. How was it? I was fucking fantastic. Well, we had big, we had Big J on the pod. yeah, right, right, right. And so anyway, and they they were great guys. After the show, we hung out. Great people. But Mark Norman. <laughs> so we're in this amphitheater and in Huntsville. Um, it's called the Orion. Yeah, great place. Um, I don't know what capacity is there. It's probably I think it's eight thousand. Is something like this. So packed out. So Mark Norman is is in there and he's doing his whole bit. And he's doing his bit about the uh, Victoria's Secret model with Down syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen his no, bit? No, no, wow. but the premise has me interested. Uh, yeah, oh, it's fucking fantastic. I like where it's going. Yeah. So <laughs> he's telling this joke and he's like, you know, whatever. And it gets to the punchline and he gets to the turnaround part of the joke. I'm fucking dying. Mm. Me and like three other people though in the whole amphitheater. Oh no! I'm like, bah! I'm belly laughing. Yeah, I'm. Right My wife's like, you. shut the. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, because everybody else is going. Uh oh. That's that's not. You know, it's it's regionally like we're in the Bible Belt, mm. and so, so people how we're raised, you don't make fun of this or that or you know. Fuck that, dude! I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> no, in, the, in the Bible Belt where the clan started yeah i really get that i get the weird dichotomy you guys live in yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't do that that's against god <laughs> so my wife's going oh my god stop laughing at that you know i'm but like that's it's hilarious the, that's the fucking problem with our whole society right that's now. You it got right all these there. people like like it doesn't there's a and mark norman's brilliant at some yes, of the guys is. that are great at it prior guys that can drag you through a dark yeah. place yep. 
and and, you, and you're like, okay, I'm I'm list. What you can't do, and yeah. I've seen comics try this. They think they're cool, but I'm gonna just leave them in the darkness and walk off. I've seen yeah. that happen too, yeah. and that's not that's not your job. No, your job is right. to make them laugh. They should end happy. They should get get. But you can go. I, look, I'll bring it through a dark tunnel to get to the light. I'm fine yeah. with that. Dude, again, Mark- I made it serious again. God, Titus, shut up, <laughs> dude. God, dude, damn. at the end of the day, this is this is the simple part of it. Laughter is medicine. Yeah. At the end of the fucking day. So scientifically proven. Yeah. Endorphins created. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So that is, you're exactly right. It also you know? sells chili fries. So yeah, yeah. Is, <laughs> which is awesome. That's and true. Booze. It does. Booze it and does. chili fries. Yeah. yeah. Right? They and have, tequila. They have, <laughs> they have killer nachos at the Stardome. Dude, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. And dude, it's, how cool is fucking Bruce Ayers? Bruce Ayers is one of the nicest, most great guy, smartest guys. All old school, Handsome. Too. Look, some look. of the bodies are buried. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's everything, man. He's everything. You know, you, so a lot awesome. of men can't make that gray look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we're talking about Mark Norman. It's crazy. He carries around note cards like this thick mm. in his back, back pocket, pocket at all times yep. with jokes on it. Yep. Yeah. Really? Right. New jokes. Yeah. Interesting. The, That's interesting. Well, so right after he got through doing that Down syndrome joke, and everybody kind of <laughs> ooh, he was like, "All right, well, y'all are really going to love these abortion jokes." <laughs> Good. And yeah, it goes into great. a whole thing of abortion that, jokes that were though, fucking hilarious. That's the brilliant thing about we talked about yeah. cancel culture again. See, you can't cancel that guy. No, of course no. not. He's, he doesn't he's give impossible. a fuck. He, no, doesn't yeah, he, give yeah, a fuck. Exactly. he doesn't care. Yeah, that's yeah. what that, that I did a bit on in Zero Side Effects called Zero Fucks. Uh, and you, you can't really ever give zero fucks because we do care. <laughs> we want you to laugh. But but if you're going to. I know you're wrong. The audience is wrong. That's Mark Norman. You're wrong. Yeah. He's funny as shit. Right. right. Yeah. You, you, you bought the ticket. Yep. You knew you what you were getting into. Yeah. yeah, you exactly. That's what pisses me off in the comedy club. When there was two people walked out, I did a bit of my sister suicide, and, and uh, two people walked out in Cleveland. They just like then they got up kind of like haughty. They got up like for real, like boom, boom. And I was like, oh, like storming I, out. I, I wish people understood the victory that is for me. Yeah, yeah. that's a victory. I'm like. Good. You that, moved that, somebody. That, yeah, that you found their line. Yeah, that oh, mo- yeah. No, it means I wrote hard enough to bump up against the edge, and you, that's all I want to do. Do you remember address it when they walk out? I mean, do you? Depends. Depends <laughs> how you know. Uh, I've had I've had things happen. Like, have you ever had a bad heckler? You get really, oh uh, yeah, I love those. Are my favorite. Oh, you must be brutal, though. I've just seen you with him, too. (laughs) Like, right? Oh, it's horrible, bro. Like, it gets way worse. Listen, talking shit's a love language, and I'm good at it. Plus, you you were a cop, man. By the way, when you said I was a cop, I was I got got it. I know exactly why you're that. Because I can't imagine. you. By the way, that's that's the only worse job than being a stand-up comic, because everybody thinks they can talk shit to you and it's not when they're not happily drinking and they're not having fun they're yep. you're like did that you did that job i get why you don't do it anymore because it's, it's a tough they just got fucking political i got out of it because like i told them i was like Dust. you know i'll spend more time you know going to classes like we need to teach you how to d- treat black people or treat these people i said motherfucker mm. you could be the smartest person in the world Poor you that. got a shitty heart your heart's yep. gonna bleed through true i got into it because my mom got killed by domestic violence so like go get get fucked and stay fucked motherfucker. like that's why i got into it but i got out of it because i pursued this because i feel like that my story can be just equally as funny and talk about the trauma and shit that i went through so like how long were you a cop uh, a little over 12 years oh you got enough stories oh I got oh, oh you got, I got so preference. but so you so you ask a question by just, the way you, uh, give him can, can you give him some advice on telling stories because <laughs> like here that's why we're that's why we're hanging out because I I, want, I I came from the master I wanted to <laughs> all right let, yeah I got my balls busted by Christopher Titus like you no. guys, like, this is like, <laughs> oh, my, well, my dream bro 
What are we twisting? I am fucking beside so, myself. So, Chris, uh, Chris you, asked, you said something earlier in the conversation where you were asking them about how like how they did what they did. Yeah, how did it build so fast? So, yeah. I was, me and Goose were talking about this the other day, and I think it falls in line with what you say about you talking about things that, you know, that are taboo in your life. Yep. You get on stage and do it. They're just themselves. Yeah. And people relate with that. Yeah. And that's what's, I think, because like, that's how I met Goose was watching his content. And it's, I started watching it because, because I relate. I was like, oh man, fuck yeah, I get that. Yeah. Like, I get that. That damn storytelling. If you're a storyteller. Like, yeah, right, if, you, if yes, if you're, you're a master of story, we call you. Really? <laughs> I really. like that better. Master By the way, go master of story. Master of stories. He's going to change I will all. eat a dead cat before I fucking master of <laughs> stories. He's, he's going to change all his, all his social media handles to <laughs> the master of stories. The second I walk out of here, bro. A green velvet smoking jacket and a pipe. In front of a fireplace. If you don't get that green jacket and a pipe, you ain't got a hair on your nut. Well, it's also, man, you guys. It's, I mean, promotion. You guys, you guys are like always. Do how many stuff? How much stuff do you guys put out a day? Uh, we post every day. Yeah, I try to put out two or three. I, mean, I used to post a lot more. Like when you're first getting started, and I try to tell people, like, it's always better to have more material out there. Um, but as you get bigger and bigger, so I try to post at least two or three times a day. Now, sometimes it doesn't always go like that, but in general, two to three times a day on all my platforms. And they and they have platforms all like what's what is each one of yours biggest platform? Is it both TikTok? Yeah, mine's mine on TikTok's nine point two million. I have over a million on Facebook. I have right at a million on Instagram. Right at five hundred thousand on YouTube. So, what about you? Uh, I'm like 2.9 on TikTok. I got two Facebooks. One's at like 1.5, and the other one just hit 800,000. And Instagram's like seven or 800,000, and YouTube's like almost two, two and a quarter. Yeah. I think. which it's is unbelievable. Two. It's to over me. two. Wow, it's over two because it just seems and I don't like do nothing but talk shit. That's how yeah. that's that's my point. That's it. That's wow. that's my point. It's, it's so fun, hard bro. to build it's, that audience. Like, it's how crazy. Long? How many years? Uh, Two and a half years. Jesus. Oh, that's great. But like I said, I mean, I had it. Like, I'm going to go take my own life now. <laughs> 20 years, 40 years yeah, yeah. after this. The box cutter is my friend. Well, Let's head do on down. Before you do, head on down to Sadley's. Yeah. And get your yeah, head on down to Sadley's. <laughs> nice call, man. By the way, nice round of applause. That was a good one. Wow. Wow. Oh, that was but good. You're rubbing off on it, man. <laughs> but I had, to, I had to stop for like six months because like in law enforcement like they got mad about it like cops were getting fired about it like you can't be out here in your uniform doing all that I'm like the fuck are you talking about? I said they already fucking hate us. Like what? Yeah, but what? what how stupid is that? Like what? Another way to that make been law enforcement positive? But and like, oh, yeah. this guy's funny. You would think. But, and, and cops are human beings. Like, like that's the one thing we don't we don't do. The guys that get promoted, the guy, the cops. There's people forget how many cops are out there every day kicking ass, doing their job, not causing trouble, not not hurting somebody, yeah. and just and and doing all they can to not hurt somebody. The four guys that do it in a month are the guys that get all the press. Yeah. What that's, a dumb thing to take you off you should have just kept doing it well, and, and, and I, I stopped for a little bit because I, like I said my law enforcement was my passion for the longest time but I can tell you we're in, the, in, we're in between we're, we're getting I, hey by the way I hear there's a band that needs a new drummer so maybe yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt not until he fixes that hair <laughs> but we're in between where the old heads are retiring where they're the old kind of hard knocks no facial yeah. hair no tattoos be a soldier be a robot um, so you're getting that new generation where facial hair is now accepted but tattooed but then you 
you got these fucking dumbasses that eat Tide Pods that are coming back into it. So oh, you're getting, to, you're in that happy medium right now where you where you got that good part of the law enforcement. Ninety nine percent of them are doing their fucking yeah. job, and we're out here trying to humanize the badge. And then you got these other fuck sticks to come in and are just doing it the wrong fucking way for whatever the case may be. But again, I agree with you. That's the whole reason I started it because we were such an awful place in the dead gum country right. with law enforcement. I'm you're like, okay, to. well if they can see that I'm just some regular dumbass is just out here trying to lay, live and have a good time that they see dude and i'm telling you the old the old heads got so mad they were like this is unacceptable it's disrespectful badge. how the fuck is it disrespectful i was like i'm not tarnishing this badge i'm not saying anything disrespectful i said i'm literally telling jokes about real life stories that i have fucking been on yeah, man. trying yeah. to bridge the gap yeah I think, I think the name when he helps you write the stories on yes 100 <laughs> <laughs> by, by the way no but 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 you just said a phrase that's great that's what that's what i would have said you humanize the badge that's whenever i see like you ever see like like some guy some couple cops will have a dance-off with some kids in the street yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're good they're like breakdancing yeah. I'm like who is this cop yeah. why isn't this cop like that should be honored why but they're never the chief but it's not gonna sell because that ain't what the news wants to push yeah that's true oh, no, man. or but show up to a noise complaint for the band practice and their and they kids start, yeah, and they, they start jamming guitar, with them and shit, yeah. you know and stuff like that should be put out there. But that there. would change that would yeah. that would change oh, policing 100 percent Because people be like, oh no, they're cool. They're just human. That's the thing. Humanize the badge. That's exactly what we yeah. do. That's a what, my, right. my favorite fucking thing to do, you be in the store and you see a kid acting up, because I'm a father myself, and you see a kid and you hear parents, shh, see that cop? You don't stop acting up. We're gonna get him to take you to jail. I'll walk right over there. I'm like, ma'am, I'm like, hey, listen, baby, we don't take bad kids to jail. We take bad parents. And then I just <laughs> look them dead in the fucking face. And then I just look them dead in the face. No, nah, get fucked. Like, don't do that. Get fucked. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you don't want to start that young. <laughs> man, you got a good run here, Chris. Let's look here. Yeah, I don't I don't stop talking, man. August through December. So you're Oh, I thought you were talking about that. I won't shut up. Yeah, no. No, <laughs> dude, I'm talking about your tour dates, man. So we're gonna film this one. We're gonna film this one, I think, in January, and then I gotta do the next one. Uh Carlin cool. did sixteen specials. This is my tenth, so I'm trying to I'm you're trying to mass, six, yeah. Seventeen. Yeah. I'll, be, so I'll 17. be eighty. I'll be eighty on stage. Oh, let me tell you a story about when I was a child about my father. I need to write some new material. I need to come up with a new stuff matter. Real real quick, so fuck North Carolina, huh? Okay, cool. That's good. Oh, no, on there either. I don't see no, that. No, we're, going. Like, we're yeah. going. No, it's up there. I saw it. We might be to Charlotte. There's more on there. I mean, look, man, this is my only job. I started doing comedy when I was 18. I was making, I was touring with Kenny Loggins in 87. What were you doing with Kenny? Oh, just uh, he did the Danger Zone tour. I got to do the Danger Zone tour. Oh, and dude, that's so cool. You want to talk about a bad that. show? Okay. So I did some stuff. I did these like these separate shows. They just called. They need a comic to work San Jose. So they called me. I was clean. You know, really super clean. Yeah. I went and did the show. Kenny's wife, for whatever reason, liked me. She said, he's really funny. He's clean. Let's take him on tour. So I got, so I get a call. Now, Kenny's manager calls me and he goes, hey, you get three shows. If you saw, because I was I was literally twenty years old, twenty years, no, twenty maybe twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, and I, and I looked like that serial killer kid you showed up, <laughs> and and he goes, you get three shows, and we're playing sixteen thousand right. venues, and uh, and and I was one of these guys. I didn't know what I was doing, but if you said, can you do it? I'd be like, yep. I had yep. no figure it out. I, it was yeah, insane. It if you're, I'm already getting on stage in front of strangers yep. and trying to be funny. I figured out exactly. So we go to Dallas, man. First show. It's the first show. And by the way, Danger Zone. So so here's how this is how this goes down. This is why I always always get someone who's a good MC, man. Because this and if you're an MC, be a good one. These two local news guys go to the state. Sixteen thousand people. And the, and this this venue in Dallas, it's got a hundred. Like you remember, what, there was like this wine and cheese area for extra tickets, and it was it was fenced off. 
well, nobody's there. No one's going to see me. So I've got this pit of indifference between me and the audience who's there. So, and they're like a hundred feet away. So here's what happens. The two news guys go and, they, and it's those magazine show people, you know, it's Bob and Timmy or, oh, you know, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or Tammy yeah, yeah. and Bob. And they're like, you guys ready for Kenny Loggins? Ah, this, is, it's such, this is such a hack description, but this is what happened. <laughs> you guys know he's at a house at Pooh Corner with Loggins and Messina. Ah, they list three more Loggins and Messina hits, building it. It's getting huge. They go, and since his solo career, and they start listing all the hits, and they go, and today, the, today, Danger Zone went to number one. Place goes nuts. They go, all right, we'll be back in a minute, and they walk off. Oh. And a guy that works at the venue, he's literally wearing coveralls walks to the mic he worked there he was like a guy like the janitor like he swept the stage and he goes ladies and gentlemen christopher titus damn and i have no tv show no one knows who i I walked to the stage and this is before all the all the lights became automated before vera lights came out so there's guys in the rig running lights there's like three guys and all i hear is <laughs> Three guys in the in the rig clap. It was dead silent. Uh, but I used to do this bit. Like I remember, this is nineteen eighty four, eighty five. I was doing a bit. We were in big with the Soviet Union. I was doing Clint Eastwood as president. I know it's. I know it sounds hacky now, but at the time, yeah. it was groundbreaking. <laughs> uh, well, I know what you're thinking. So I would do this great Clint Eastwood impression and. At the end, it gets a little bit of a chuckle, but it's pretty much, I walk off to, uh, there's like maybe 12,000 people out there now. And the people that are getting the, they're just walking up, looking at me like, what's going on? And nothing. Next, so so I go back and Kenny's manager's counting money and he goes, you got two more nights. And he just keeps counting money. (laughs) Damn. The next night is in Houston. I go to Houston. I get the two DJs aside. I go, hey man, I go, here's what happened last night. I tell them that story. They're hysterical. They're laughing so hard at my pain. They think it's the funny shit they write. They go, don't worry. Two guys get to this big theater in uh, in in Houston. They walk on stage and they go, "Ladies and gentlemen, before we bring Ken out here, he's got his opening act. He found this kid. You're not going to believe this guy. This guy, they're saying he's the next Robin Williams. We have never seen a comedian this funny. This kid we're bringing out right now, you're seeing something that's about to blow up, ladies and gentlemen, Christopher Titus. And I blew the roof. Same exact jokes." Blew the roof off the all off the the, wow. because of the insane all because someone went hey here's his good you guys are gonna enjoy this and they went okay we'll enjoy this oh uh, yeah know, before the Christopher Ty <laughs> it's still one of the most it's one of the most heart dropping because I I've been I've done comedy long enough now that I go yeah. oh this is gonna go horrible and I was right <laughs> by the way I, it, they didn't even heckle it was so bad like when they're heckling you can at least turn uh, ah I can oh, I yeah. get you yeah, yeah. they wouldn't even heckle it was just they were just like what is That's happening so awful. dead silence it was horrible I would have oh. had to whoop that janitor's ass I'd have found him I'd have found him after that show yeah. tying his hands. Yes. come on man <laughs> I got two shows left I'm out of here yeah. <laughs> at least a comedian Christopher yes. Titus yeah. right Jesus Christ! Uh, so, so MC guy. I'm sorry, we talk about comedy too much, man. Anything? No, no, I, no dude, I'm here with you I, all day. Dude, I, have yeah. a, Absolutely. I do yeah. have a legit question, though. Yeah, like what, that's the picture you chose. <laughs> oh, it's, man, it's the damn, it's the you damn, com- it's the it's the tour page, man. I can't put my super pretty up. That's on the front page. You look <laughs> super pretty. It's like you asked your wife, "Can you go with the boys?" And she said no, and you're like, "Come on, <laughs> come on." Man. Man. 
No, that's my like. Hey, you're good. You're you're booked in Alabama. Really? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Am I really going? Really? But you do. I don't know if that's my my, hey, my did, wheelhouse. Hey, but it made. Hey, but you got to meet the master of story. Yeah, yeah. You did. Me that's your you're welcome. That, is that your beat? That's no your beat. That's not a bad. Picture. That's your B side picture. Nah. <laughs> that's from. That's not even an old show, man. That's that's something. I don't even know which which show that's from. But at least you can tell people when you when you're hitting Alabama, say I'm coming everywhere, guys. I'm even coming to Alabama. You know, yeah, I love to, man. It's the best job I've ever. It's it, it, on a bad night. I I got I screamed in the face of a blind lady one one night, man. <laughs> oh, it happens. Dude, Why what? sit her up front though? Just point her at the speaker yeah, and tell her true. she's up front. Why? Yeah. <laughs> it's a true story. It's a true story. I, I, I did a bit about it in one of my specials. I was I was doing this. And that's the thing. As a comedian, like you seem, you're, you're going to just, you've already been a drummer to man. You're going anywhere. You're, wherever they send you, you're going to go do a show. I sure, get it, of right? course. So I go to the skate. So it's a nooner. And the guy that books it, this, it was one nighter guy that would like pay you in cocaine if he, and he, I don't do cocaine. I know, just take it. Uh, <laughs> like it was bad. I don't like and, the way it's made. That's what I was talking about on the way down. Like, yeah. guys, and, and this guy was so cheesy. And so I had a gig that night at this dance club, which didn't have lights. It had a lit dance floor. So they would light you. You look like a vampire the whole time you're doing your set. Oh. But he goes, We got a nooner. There's a woman's group in town. They have a little auditorium. Then we go do a show. And I go, How much am I getting paid? He goes, Nothing. It's extra. I go, Nothing's extra. I, by the way, even when my dad taught me real long, if you do something well, get paid for it. Yep. And I go, I'm not doing it. He goes, you're doing it. I go, no, I'm not. And he goes, what do you want for it? I, I go, I want 75 bucks. That's what money I figured. And he's like, I'll give you 50. I'm like, or at least I'm getting paid. So yeah. I show up at this gig and I'm doing it. And it's this woman's group. And I was really clean at the time. And I'm doing the show. And there's this one woman in the front row that won't look at me. She's like, Ugh. And I think I'm pissing her off. And I'm not. So, dude, and, and he knows if if people, if, if the whole crowd could be laughing, but if one person isn't, oh, you notice, you're like, you ah, know, yeah, I yeah, am now yeah. lasered on this. Yes. And she's like, and he keeps looking around like this. And she and she won't look at me. And, and it's and inside my internal monologue is this bitch. What's wrong with this bitch? We don't even, I, don't even, I haven't even done anything offensive yet. I'm an, I, it's a nooner. I know what I'm doing. She just won't look at me. And for no reason, I'm doing fine. I'm, the audience is, the show's going well. For, for no reason, the audience, no, no preamble. I just go, the fuck is your problem, lady? You won't even look at me? I just start. I don't, I don't even, like, because as a comic, you think everybody knows what's going on in your head. Nobody knew. And, I, and, and they just see me snap on this woman and go off. She continues to not look at me. Like, oh, you won't even look at me. What the hell's wrong with you? Audience is getting quieter, 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 quieter. Her table, her it table's is, definitely getting quieter. No, no, well, it's a women's group. They're all, they all know each other. So the Nobody's whole gone. thing goes oh dead silent. It's dead silent. <laughs> And I go, and I realize there's a moment where you realize, oh, um, I'm not digging this out. Yeah, no, there's not a big enough backhoe. They don't make yeah. a piece of machinery that can Ain't dig no it. Ain't no backstroke in this that, one. That's gonna fill this hole. So I go, good night, and it's noon, and I walk off. <laughs> and there's a little in the. It's an auditorium. It wasn't like a theater, so there's a little yeah. kitchenette behind it. And there's this guy named Carl Banks, community I was working with, and he's on the floor. He's curled up in a ball, and he's shaking. <laughs> And I go, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he, because I thought he was enjoying my pain. Yeah. And he goes, oh, she's blind. She's blind. Yeah, and, he, and, he, and he can't stop laughing. He goes, you were screaming into the face of a blind woman. And I said, I go, why the hell was she up front? 
<laughs> and that ends oh, up, that story, oh that better version of that story ends up oh. special. So man, it's all and again, that was one of the I got I had I actually got off stage to fight a guy recently in <laughs> Jesus Titus. I'm just telling you shit happened. I trained I trained martial arts for a long time and, and so after the pandemic there was you they it, clubs couldn't hire anybody. Yeah. They were like they couldn't get any. So we're doing the show in Timonium, and I want to get back on the road. I love comedy, so I want to get back on the road. I get, and I got bills to pay. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm doing the show uh, a place called Magoobies. Uh, and again, I'll go anywhere as long as you pay my money. No, I've heard uh, of Magoobies. And it's a good club. It's a really good club. Yeah. And I'm um, doing the show, and there's this guy. If the Ukraine war just started. He's wearing a – He's literally his jumpsuit is the flag of Ukraine. He's like, I'm from Ukraine. And, and I was like, cool. And I say a couple things. funny. But the guy's getting drunker and drunker and drunker. He's with this girl. We found out later it was a, like a Tinder date. And he kind of starts doing this weird, like, you ever be on a stage and, they, and they're not heckling? They're just making, they're just looking at you yeah. like, yeah, wow, dude. He's doing shit like oh, tapping his watch oh, and stuff. Oh, and like, I'm oh, killing The show's going great. And he's just, yeah, and it's just getting into my soul, right? So I finally go, what are you doing, man? And he starts to talk. And I, I slam him three times. They, uh, the audience laughs and move on. Well, at this point, um, two guys come by the bouncers who happen to be like 16 year old kids because they can't hire anybody. Yeah. Sir, I'm sorry, you gotta go. Sir, you're gonna have to go. Yeah, you can go. And I'm like, and this guy's like, fuck you. And he says it to him, and I'm like, you're not gonna go. Well, in front of this guy, there's a guy I had taken a picture with in the hallway before the show, and he's a massive dude. He, he's Shrek. His, his shoulders started at the peak of his head. It just went, <laughs> he, I'm not making this up. Yeah. This was a big dude. And I keep dealing with this guy, and I've dealt with him five or six times, and I finally just slam him. And I go, do you? I, it was something to the effect of, I don't know exactly what it was, but it had something to do with, he's the one who pissed the Russians off to invade Ukraine. It was like that oh. bad. Like, it's you. Like, you're the a-hole that started it. Like, it got, it, it, but in, by the way, already, listen, if I make you look stupid seven times and you don't stop, yeah. the gloves are off. Gloves are off sure, now. Absolutely. I'm going to, you started it, you stepped through the door, I do this for a living, you're done. Right. So, so at that point... <laughs> At that point, there's a couple in the back, and uh, and this lady goes, "That was wrong. You shouldn't have said it." <laughs> and up in the balcony, a guy goes, "Shut the fuck up, lady!" <laughs> so it's like it's just coming apart, free for all. And then losing the room. Her, then this woman's husband goes, "You shut the fuck up!" And then she turns to her husband and goes, "You shut the fuck up!" So now this there's her a husband mutiny going on. Yeah. So they finally get this guy stand. The, the Ukrainian guy stands up, and they're kind of walking him out now. And he's and he turns around to flip me off. Right now, again. Pandemonium's going on in Timonium at this yeah. point. It's literally like like these people are yelling, this lady's, we're leaving. Fine, I go, fine. Uh, and this guy walks over and he flips me off and he bumps into this table and this little black guy sitting with his wife and this dude stands and he goes, motherfucker, what's going on? And he starts screaming. And then the woman he's with goes, ah. <laughs> and, and you see me on stage, my buddy uh, Andrew Bruce is there and he's filming it because it, once it started going sideways, he's not going to help, but let me yeah. get this on tape. Yes. <laughs> and you see me on stage, yeah. you see me on stage go, now, I go, now what the fuck is going on? And, 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 and the, the woman goes, and, and someone goes, she He's blind. And I drop my head and I go, that's it. And I have wear a lav mic and I just walked off stage. You go, let's go, me and you. And the dude, the guy with his wife, they're screaming and there's a whole melee. And I go, come on, me and you, motherfucker. And you, he's, he's got me on video doing this. And I'm like, let's go, let's do this. And I'm off stage. Audience is watching all this. The show's still going on. Right. And I go to grab this dude because they, they the club didn't handle it. They didn't, like, you get it. It happens a lot right. in clubs. Right. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. The reason the guy got up finally is because, because Shrek in front of him turned around and just goes, 
it's time for you to go. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns back around and he goes, go ahead, Titus. And this I found out later, this guy was a corrections officer, so he uh, didn't care. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I go to grab this guy and I go to punch him and he, th- he threw a, a plastic water ballot at me and I go to hit him and uh, before I move my arm, my arm is grabbed by this little dude. And he turns and goes, Titus, we're Baltimore P- PD, don't do it, we got it. And I and in the, cop, the second a cop tells me that you're good, I, I'm Appreciate done. You. I go, got it. Turn around, walk back on stage. I, 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 oh no! Then I, I turn and I'm still mad. My wife, who's, who did the opening of the show, it gets two inches from my face and goes, "You get the fucking ass back on that fucking stage right fucking now! Get yourself under control!" And if you've been married for any yeah, time, right. and yeah. man, that slices right through yeah, it. I was like, absolutely. got it. I'm on stage, baby, and I walk back on stage and I pace for like. How do you get the room back after that, dude? So here's what I did. Exactly. Do you whatever. That That's was the fr- it was literally the first question with the man. Well, now how do I fix this? So I walk back and forth. I pace and I go. Let me explain to you guys how comedy works. <laughs> <laughs> and I did a five minute TED talk on what's supposed to happen. Uh, and so then funny. I stopped and I went. So my dad calls and the audience, it was so like out of control to just, the room. To just drop back it, yeah. into comedy. Like the joke was, all right, we're going to act like nothing happened. Uh, and the melee continued out. And actually at one point I just go, the cops are on the way, the cops are on the way. And then everything got quiet and then it ended. But man, it was, it was the weirdest. <laughs> and then Andrew shows me the video and I'm psycho, man. Have I'm you posted psycho. it? No, I told him, I said, if you post this, we're not friends and I will end every gig you get. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you'd want to. I have it. I mean, I, that's proof that you can, like a master comedian can reset a room like that. It's, it's oh, fucking yeah. impressive. Yeah, you dude. know, I've you've, if, if you if you do it long enough, and and everybody thinks comedy's so easy, they think that that's crazy I, though. That nobody has that story. Well, but they, you know, it's the, I get it. I mean, the, the, I mean, it wasn't their fault really. They couldn't hide. They wanted to get making money again, and they couldn't get bouncers because no one wanted to work, and it was yeah. crazy. And and so I had to bounce my own show. <laughs> wow. You saw that girl out in Texas get a, a beer thrown at her. On stage. Oh, yeah. That and was a while do- back. And then she, yeah. She dodged it and had made a great joke. It people was, are people really are fucking weird. Stupid. Like, I don't know what they think yeah. comedy is, but it's not. It, it, the, a, the guys that do it well make it look like they're making it up, and it takes a long time to get that good. And, and mm. there's no respect for comics. No. We get no respect. I think someone else did that bit. Yeah. <laughs> I used to yeah. love how you Roddy ended the Dangerfield, He baby. would always say, thanks for letting me use the room. That's what he <laughs> <laughs> always <laughs> left the stage. I love that. <laughs> Uh, uh, so anyway, there's more stories from my nightmare. There you guys go. <laughs> man, we appreciate you coming in today, dude. This has uh, been a blast. Thanks, uh, man. It went by quick, man. It's, yeah, because I won't shut up. You didn't have to do anything. <laughs> We're just Everybody's very, but it's not like you have to mind me. Hey, here's some more stories. I didn't even get to the Bruce Springsteen story, so we're good. Next time, next time. <laughs> Titus Podcast is his podcast. Is that the name of it? Uh, Titus Podcast, Ty- Armageddon Update. Yeah, we yep. basically break the news down, whatever's going on. Uh, it does have a bit of a, a left lean to it. Only by, by the way, I say this: it's got a factual lean to it. That's what I say. Right. You know, I used to. Uh, you know, I, 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 it's all fact based. In fact, yeah. I, like I went after, <laughs> I went after Diane Feinstein so hard. Even my fans are like, dude. I'm like, she's 97 years old. She, they, they have to drag her up the stairs because she won't get in a wheelchair. Come on, man, it's time to go. Put her on a fucking yeah, yeah. Stair and, when, and Pelosi was in Pelosi, like I think all the staffers should be able to buy stock too. Oh, you're gonna let them insider train? So I, I go after everybody if you're you're doing some shit that ain't cool i'll go after you as you should as you should
We, hey, I got to say, thanks for having me on. And dudes. what a nice ride down. You're going to take me back, right? Yo, of okay, course. Yeah. Gotta, <laughs> yeah. in the, no, horse and back, back to Birmingham. Yeah. 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 No, nah, you're stuck In the here. van with Goose telling yeah, stories. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm taking you back. <laughs> <laughs> back in the van. Hey, um, and thanks to Goose and Udi for Udi. both coming in. All right. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious, today. It's always good meeting new people, man. I don't do this enough. I don't do this enough. Well, go go check out Titus. He's on tour. Go check out his podcast. Go check out. Go buy some merch. What a cool Christopher guy. ChristopherTitus.com. Yeah. Yeah, it's your ChristopherTitus.com. And then if you go to Christopher Titus TV during COVID, because yeah. we couldn't do shows anymore, I put up eight stand-up comedy specials. Yeah. And now, wow. uh, and now Zero Side Effects is out. And go watch that one. There's a bit on white supremacy that I think everybody in Alabama needs to do. <laughs> <laughs> and Goose, where, where can everybody find you, man? Oh man, uh, we're uh, Goose underscore two six five nine on everything: Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, the whole nine. Uh, actually, YouTube is Goose Unfiltered. Uh, but okay. Other than that, we try to, as a storyteller, I try to keep everything. <laughs> 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 Udi, what about you, Big Dog? Uh, it's official Udi on uh, TikTok. It's uh, the real Udi on Instagram. It's Officer Udi on Facebook and YouTube. All right, so Udi Goose and the legendary Christopher Titus. Thank you guys where so find, much. Where can we find you? Um, <laughs> next five podcasts. He doesn't yeah. have social media. I don't have social media. Really? I don't, Bro. dude. <laughs> I have X Five Podcast, right? And that's it. <laughs> so I don't. I don't do Facebook. I don't do Instagram. I know this is. They're over here going. Shut the. Fuck How do up. you breathe without that yeah. shit? I don't. So look, man. I don't. I gotta tell you, man. I got rid of uh, Twitter or X Twitter. I got yeah. rid of that because it got X. so dark. Oh god. So at one point, I would. I was. I was like. My wife was like, "What's wrong with you?" I go, "What are you talking about?" And I, and she went through that day, and I had tweeted like thirty eight times. And it was the most heinous. And I read it; it was like the most heinous. And I'm like, "I need to stop this." Instagram. I'm inspired. I'm in the gym. You yeah. know, yeah. I'm actually yeah. taking moments with my kids. I'm looking at puppies. I'm so much happier now. Yeah, dude. I'm so yeah. much happier. I only I use Twitter to talk shit to people. I just like to you get in the comments and just talk shit to people because it's funny. I think <laughs> I'm finally about to have. Social media pages, like All I, right. you know, I'm to a yes, point now. Will. I need you to. Will. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's about yeah. to start a music career, so he's yeah, I got an album coming out. I really do. <laughs> Good, I awesome. really do. Really. So, but, fuck please, you please. for laughing. <laughs> I didn't look. He went. I'm sorry, bah! man. I'm sorry, oh, man. Fuck, they're serious. I'm sorry, God man. God damn it, he's serious. I'm just say rock star is not what I got. <laughs> uh, but dude, awesome, man. Yeah, I play guitar and you play drums. I think we could. What kind? What? I have, uh, Prince, Prince your I favorite have, artist, right? Prince, my favorite artist, but I, I um, all the Springsteen. I, 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 know, <laughs> Springsteen. I know so much Springsteen. You going to play us out No, today? play, man. Play us out. No, you no, play us out. Play no, us. Oh, you don't want that. Come Nobody on. Don't that. be a no. puss, Tiger. As, no, as, a, as a guitarist, I'm a here, hell of a comedian. Here, somebody... Somebody that's skinnier that has that's less work to get up out of this chair, take this to Titus. By the way, which all rock stars say, I can't get out my ass out this chair. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be more like Elvis is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I don't. You guys don't want it. No, this is. Is this tuned? I don't yeah, know. Hit a, hit a G and see. Wait. Yeah, it's, yeah, right. it's close right. enough. Right. Fuck it. Yeah. You guys don't want this. It's much. close enough for X5. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. 
man walking along the railroad tracks. That's all uh, <laughs> <laughs> and another one. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, I thought you were going to bust out some Prince or something. No, man. man. Prince is hard to play, man. Oh, oh fuck. No, it's not if you're good. Here, give me that. <laughs> Somebody and I told you I was not good. I said flat out I was not good. And you're like, here's the guitar. I was like, here you go, dude. You, go. you do some Prince then. Come on. Fuck. He's going to do some country. Oh, you're going to play. He can really play, though. You can yeah, really he can play. play. You can tell by the way I sit in my chair. Yeah. Give us some George Strait. Let's get out of here with some there George. There you go. I'll look at Goose over <laughs> When you go famous, I can be like. I love that you went to tune it. This thing's. Hey, Terry, bring me my bougie. By the way, if this not it's not tuned exactly, you're going to ruin this podcast, so make yeah. sure it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, all this will be, all this will be edited out. Let's go. <laughs> it auto-tuned and everything. <laughs> Shawnee! <laughs> so actually, Terry's bringing in There was no in drum my, track? What happened? Yeah. Terry's bringing in my bourgeois. You ever heard of a bourgeois no. guitar? So Neither has anybody else. It's a, no, way, it, well, it, it's a, it's it's a very fucking high acoustic guitar. Do you know what's weird is when you're, around the, the, when you're around people that are really talented with music, like I can I can bang around. I do it. I <laughs> Look do at this motherfucker. Like, like but Nils Lofgren is a friend. And Nils Lofgren, one night we yeah, were at... Uh, we were in, Hop he, over there on the couch. One night, Nils Lofgren, we were in God, Phoenix. And that. Nils grabs... I, I, I have a Gibson songwriter, and I just take it with me on the road sometimes. Because it's like I don't have to take antidepressants if I can play the guitar for 25 yeah. minutes. Nils Lofgren played a song. He was playing the top three strings with one with with this with this, uh, and playing the bottom three, and he was playing two entirely different melodies, and they blended together. And I, I made him plug it in, and we ran it through the comedy club. It's brilliant. So go ahead now, now, now play. <laughs> I was just giving you some. I want to hear, some, man. Let's, come on. All right, so guys, what are we going to sing? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sing ourselves How? out. Neon Moon. Prince. What do you got? What are we doing? Country or are we doing? Oh, we know what Prince. I do. I do country Charlie music, Daniels. but I do Charlie Daniels, Daniels, man. Charlie Daniels. Black Sabbath. <laughs> wow, just cutting across. We How want to end the show with some Pantera, man. Love them to cause you to sorrow. Mm -hmm. Love them to cause you any pain. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him, he's five again at times. Only one more time, see you laughing. Oh, <laughs> I only want to see you laughing in that purple rain. Purple rain, purple rain. Oh yeah. Purple rain, purple rain. Purple rain, purple rain. One more time. Purple rain, purple rain. I'm going to play us out. X5 <laughs> Podcast. We love you guys Thanks, so much. Man, like and awesome. subscribe. Woo, Thank you, thanks. Christopher Titus, Udi, and Goose. We'll see you guys next week. Woo.